Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom. Shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is a thirsty Thursday as we powered through that surprisingly competitive Thursday night football game. I was kind of hoping the Titans would win that, but ah, c'est la vie. What are you going to do? Anyway, <laughs> I was also hoping for a better World Series, by the way. I got to admit, not that I'm shocked that the Rangers won. I just wasn't really anticipating. After like a ALCS, NLCS, like Game 7s, I wanted a little bit more meat on the bone with the World Series. So I'm, I'm disappointed in that. Uh, although, Shannon, I believe you shared with us that it was like the lowest ratings in a significant amount of time. T- television ratings. Ever. Ever? ever. Oh my god! Ever, 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 ever. Yeah, that's that's no bueno. So, eh, whatever. You know, I think I was joking around that I wanted to watch the. Uh, they needed a third place game mm-hmm. with the Phillies and the Astros. <laughs> that would have been pretty good. Although it's uh, what an inopportune time for the the Phillies just to go cold. I mean, credit to the Diamondbacks for getting that done, uh, taking the Phillies out, particularly beating them in their house. Um, but I don't know. I just thought it was going to be a better world series than it ended up being i mean uh, arizona had really had a, an, an impressive run through the postseason and rangers did some you know heavy lifting too but not uh did not live up to expectation as from a viewership standpoint if you're a rangers fan you're not complaining you're plenty happy um and you know hell of a thing to get accomplished what is it 63 years first world series for them so that's a that's a cool thing and there's a couple of like random fun factoids with that. So we'll get to that in a second. But let's go ahead and get, get everybody up in this piece. So first and foremost, you know, re- remember, MacGuffin, loose lips sink ships. But Ursay approves this message when it comes to revealing the NFL apologizing <laughs> for missed calls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How you doing, bro? I'm hanging in there, bro. How are you? I'm okay, man. It's been a, it's been a, uh, it's been a couple of weeks, dude. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's, it's been a, it's been a month, dude. Like, bro, this is a true statement. I, I looked at Amber. I think I want to say like last <laughs> Thursday, and I was just like, I'm just tired. Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm just beat. Like it was such a, so much going on, and just family stuff, work stuff, football's going on. You know, all this stuff's going on. It's like, dang, dude, I'm just, I'm just beat. Just tired. Just tired, man. Just tired, man. Just tired. It's okay. Well, let's see if we can, you know, amp you up a little bit. You know, get you up like uh, Miles Garrett got up over that Colts line when he blocked that field goal. How about that? <laughs> that How about dude that? dominated. How about that? that yeah. And, and still, you know, one of the themes for this year has to be like, the and, and, and look, some of it's going to be recency bias. You know, because I'm sure we've we've forgotten about some of the things that annoyed us in prior football seasons. But I, I do believe, like, this year has a, an extra, a special dose of, like, really refs in some of these games? Like, seriously, dude? Uh, and it's just disappointing, man. I, look, the technology is there. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason for some of these mistakes and some of these issues to happen the way that they do. There was no reason that they couldn't have corrected that bag of shenanigans at that and I know this is going back a week but that there's no reason that they couldn't have corrected that bag of shenanigans at the end of that Colts Browns game none none I mean you know Wemby wasn't gonna catch that damn ball dude no not even with Ralph Sampson on his shoulders you know what I'm saying like it's not happening it's ridiculous it's had a weird visual yeah that's (laughs) (laughs) what toothpick party seriously Um, 
you know, I no. With just, Manute Bowl as a third. Yeah, Manute. Know, he's Manute, still not catching. Yeah, Manute Bowl up on there for good measure. They're all light enough. They could probably actually do that. 22 feet of man, and it's still over their heads. Yeah. For whatever reason, I'm I'm thinking back, and uh, Randy, you might remember better than me, but um, wasn't there some, like, astronomically bad Kaepernick to, was it Randy Moss? And he, like, was it in the Super Bowl? And he, like, overthrew him by, like, I don't know, a ladder truck? <laughs> like, it was, like, way above his head? Like, yeah, it was. Like, late in the game? Yeah, that was just bananas. And by the way, I saw somebody talking about what a shame it was that Colin Kaepernick is still getting blackballed in the league. I'm like, dude, it has been a long time since that guy has played. That that ship has sailed. Man. I was like, going to say, man, that ship has sailed, that, bro. That's... That ship is it's gone, man. Once he blew up that opportunity with the Ravens, that's that all she wrote. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Come on, man. you got to move off the Colin Kaepernick narrative. That is donezo. Anyway, I mean that that horse is dead, bro. Leave it alone. No, they've beaten it to a pulp. That horse is so it's mummified. Are you kidding? It's a what is that like a bog that peat mog? It's a bog horse or whatever. I mean that dead, dead, <laughs> dead, <laughs> dead man. <laughs> anyway, old giggity guiles, bro. Man, you're having a rough couple of weeks, dude. Here we're tooting the horn of San Fran, and they're on the struggle bus. Although, I got to tell you, there's a part of me, and I'm curious how you feel about this. There's a part of me that really wonders if they would have, and I know they're going into the bye, but would they have been better off just rolling Darnold out for this week and making sure that Purdy was all right? Because he cleared concussion protocol really quickly. I think it was the fastest turnaround for anybody clearing concussion protocol this year. Um, And, you know, he had some moments, but... They've been plagued by turnovers. I know there was no Trent Williams. I know obviously not having Debo really alters the offense a bit, but it's just tough. The vibe is off, and obviously he took another, you know, took a hit and he bounced his head off the turf, uh, off off the ground in that game as well. And I don't know, just clearing clearing protocol isn't the same as being right, you know. And I I don't want to take anything away from Cincinnati, and we can make an argument that hey. You know, a missed field goal changes this in the last couple of games. And some of these things are true, but it's still a point of curiosity. And I'm just wondering if you think they might have been better just rolling Darnold for a week. I mean, it's one of those things where you really have to think about the, the player's safety at this point. Mm-hmm. And especially with, especially when any type of head, any type of head injury, because you're really unsure sometimes. It's, uh, we've seen guys who come out there and, you know, play really well and but the thing is is you never know Uh, any type of concussion is different per person so sure and uh i would hate to think that this you know this uh concussion you know ends up being what kind of you know starts kind of that downward spiral because they did push him out too soon so i mean i'd have been i mean if they had started donald i'd have been like yeah it makes sense do you but, think that maybe they they went ahead and rolled with Brock since they were it was the bye week? You know what I mean. And they said, "Well, they probably that's probably part of it." Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they didn't really be- didn't think he was gonna you know smack his head again. But here well, we it's are. Football, and, you never know, bro. Exactly. But here we are. He took another shot to the dome when his head hit the turf like that, and he, and you see him grab his head. So yeah. uh, which, which kind of surprises me is the fact that they didn't take him back to the tent because usually that's one of those. Yeah. That's one where they're like, all right, let's radio down man. get him off the field for a minute. 
series. Yeah. Because usually when you see stuff like that, okay, I mean, how, did we not learn anything from Tua? Uh, come on, folks. <laughs> it's it's you know, let's err on the side of caution here. Well, it granted Tua Tua had some uh, some moments where you're like, oh God, is he even okay? You know, mm-hmm. so that's a little tough. But um, I I thought we'd circle back to the World Series a little bit more quickly. But you know, it, there's there's a couple of big takeaways from this game. Number one. Uh, yeah, again, and I don't mention like the concussion stuff to to discredit what the Bengals did. I mean, kudos to them for winning that game. Uh, Joe Burrow obviously has gotten healthy. That offense is significantly more productive. That team looks much more cohesive than they did uh, out of the gate this season. So they had a slow start. And, you know, we're at the point of the season that there's definitely <clears throat> some teams that are kind of hitting the groove and you can see things coming together for them and just how quickly some things can turn. Uh, the Vikings were one of them, obviously, until the uh, Kirk Cousins injury. But, you know, it, you're going to have that ebb and flow to a season. Some of it's injuries. Some of it's just, you know, scheduling and, and you know, how you navigate certain opponents. And sometimes there's just growth opportunities in a season, right? That stuff is there. And we knew Burrow, that calf was an issue. But he looks pretty damn good at this point, man. I mean, he he was he had people draped over him. He ran a little bit. He's driving the ball again. So you know, clearly Cincinnati is rounding in the form. So that's significant for them. With San Francisco, you know, we've given them a lot of gloss and a lot of love, and deservedly so. Uh, and clearly, they're you know not having Debo was a huge thing. And then obviously, you know, Trent Williams missing a week is a big deal for them too. So the bye week is an opportune time. But, you know, it, 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 one thing that's weird to me, and I didn't realize this, is all four of the Bengals' wins have come against NFC West teams. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was like, darn, dude. That's pretty wild. But Brock Purdy, and we spent some time talking about him, obviously. I mean, everybody has. You know, some people have tried to pick him apart. And, you know, my mindset has been he's a great fit. I don't know how, how elite or how good or great he is. That's still pretty early in his career to even really make those discussions. But he's had really had a tremendous run. I still believe he's a great fit for Shanahan's offense. This doesn't change any of that. But, you know, the past couple of weeks have been pretty tough. I mean, he's got six turnovers in the last three games. He had one turnover in, in the first five. And there's a part of me that just wonders if getting, you know, getting his bell rung a couple of times factors into that. We know not having Debo factors in. We understand that. Um, so I'm, I'm very curious to see how they come, how they show up, you know, uh, post, you know, post buy, obviously, and then adding Chase Young, because that's a significant addition for them. And again, you got the ebbs and the flows to a season. I'm not going to write anybody off after a three game you know, losing streak, particularly since one was really, they would have won it if their kicker could just make a damn field goal. Um, Yeah. yeah, I mean, people forget that conveniently. Uh, Obviously McCaffrey, 17 straight game with a touchdown tied for the longest streak in NFL history. Uh, Do you know who he's tied with, by the way? Uh, It was some guy, some Larry or something. Lenny Moore, Baltimore Colts. Yeah, there you go. I would say that, and I don't think this is the San Francisco 49ers future, Randy. I, I'm not going to say this, but since 2000, there the <laughs> there are three teams that have had three straight losses after a 5-0 and start. All right. 2016, the Vikings did it. They finished 8-8 eight and eight and missed the playoffs. 2009, the Giants did it. They finished 8-8 eight and eight and missed the playoffs. I don't believe that's what's going to happen to San Francisco, right? 
Uh, I think they're better than that. And once Debo is back, because I certainly expect Trent back, and then the addition of Chase Young, um, you know, look, he's going to be reunited with Bosa. That's huge because Bosa's your alpha, right? Mm-hmm. That's who that is. So if Chase Young is motivated and hungry and willing to go, there's nice. That's a great opportunity space for him. It is. Now, was I personally disappointed in him? And this is going to sound weird because I don't. I, I don't. I'm not hating on him, the person. But there is a part of me as you know, watching Washington, what they what they expended to, you know, draft him, obviously, and what they passed up when they drafted him. Uh, God, it's so weird to think back. Oh, we can't take a quarterback. We have Haskins. Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. But uh, we can't take a quarterback. We got Dwayne Haskins. Let's take let's take this guy. Yeah, great great call there, y'all. But watching him post like rookie season, he breaks out. And there are times he looks like he can be dominant. And then there are times it looks like he stands around. Like, it's just weird to me. So I'm very curious to see what he looks like in San Francisco because the physical tools are there, right? And maybe being in a different environment, you know, a more competitive team, there's a lot of things that factor into that. I don't know, you know, obviously contractual things might come into that. Maybe he was salty about, you know, Washington not exercising the optional. I mean, there's all kinds of variables in play here. So I don't wish him any ill will. It's a great landing spot. I don't think you could really choose a much better landing spot for who he is and what he's capable of. Um, obviously, good coaching staff, good defensive line coach. So there's opportunity space. So uh, I like that move for San Francisco. But I don't know. I'm just kind of curious, given the last three weeks, uh, given the trade, where are you at? Obviously, you're biased, you're a fan, but where are you at at this point digesting the past, you know, kind of the evolution of the season, the start, and then the last three weeks, and then what do you think, you know, going forward? Well, if this was me from, like, 10 years ago when, uh, you know, with Kaepernick around against in Seattle being the big bad in the NFC West, mm-hmm. and being, me being basically a dick, a dick of a fan, because I, <laughs> I, was, I was that guy. Um, I definitely was. Grown up. Was? <laughs> hey, look, you're trying. Don't be comparing me to Matt here now. All right. <laughs> um, I, I definitely my the views on football and the team and things like that have definitely changed over the years. Uh, grown a little more patient. Um, but looking at the past three games, mm-hmm. uh, I give Cleveland all the all the credit because that is the number one defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, yes, a missed field goal by a rookie kicker mm. that we, you know, brazenly took in the third round. It's mm. just like, what can you do? It, you know, and shit happens. Um, <laughs> as for the game against the Vikings, uh, honestly, if we stop them before the half, if that play doesn't go down the way it does, that because I think that really was that momentum changer that really kind of just shifted everything to just Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what you can't boil everything down to one play. The defense just did not play. The defense went out there, tried to do their thing, but, you know, how can you not get a sack on Kirk Cousins? Of all people. Yeah, no sacks. Prime, not just Kirk Cousins, baby. Prime time, prime Kirk time. Cousins. And to let him shred you, <laughs> you know, it's, it's because you're just not getting home. You're – 
And so yeah. it's like, okay, well, it see, happens. It's it's a I would you know I would I wouldn't say it was a fluke, mm-hmm. but the defense just didn't look like the defense we'd seen early on. And then to have Burrow come in and just do Joe Burrow things, and it's like, well, he's healthy. And to see you know Purdy make make mistakes, um, obviously. Um, I saw the thing what Kurt Warner said about him, just saying, look, you know, he's playing really well. Mm-hmm. He's just, you know, stop, you know, trying to make him the, you know, stop trying to tear him down and rip into him. The kid's, he's, he's young. He's going to make mistakes. He's like, I made my fair share of mistakes. Yeah. So like playing for the New York football giants. That was a mistake. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a low blow. Sorry, Kurt. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, but then he went to Arizona. With I know. With them. So, it yeah, it all worked itself uh, out. I it know. was a, clearly a learning experience. Like, I don't want to play here. Um, <laughs> but I feel like right now there's one thing that seems mm-hmm. very different about the defense mm-hmm. that I've noticed is that the energy that we've had with Robert Sala and D'Amico Ryans as the, as the defensive coordinator is just not there with Wilkes. And I know that they're talking about, well, he's going to be coming out of the booth and be on the sidelines. It was like that team responded to Salah and Ryan's. Mm-hmm. They, the, the, they, they were re- ready to go to war for those guys. I don't see that same in that same, just killer instinct with Wilkes. I don't see that same energy. Yeah. To be so, fair, he's a lot older than those guys. Well, sure. And, and you can see kind of the impact that Ryan's has had in Houston. Obviously, look, CJ CJ Stroud looks like he is legit AF. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, and Salah has done a, a very good job uh, with the Jets. I mean, that they could have circled the, the drain losing Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So you can see their impact on their imprint, if you will, on the personalities, the energy, and how, how hard those teams play despite some of the challenges. And that's huge. That's what you want out of a coach, right? It's what you want out of your team. Do you play hard, right? Do you go at it? And, you know, so I think there's validity in your statement. I, it felt like the 49ers were blowing people out, and then all of a sudden they're kind of struggle bussing. And I think they they scored, what, they, like 17, no more than 17 points the last three weeks. So you had a little drop-off offensively, and I think most of us just thought the defense would kind of pick up the slack. Right. You know, and that hasn't happened. And, you know, a lack of or inconsistent and a lack of pressure from that line leaves the back end a little exposed. Now, look, you know, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I just, I said earlier I didn't want to discredit the Bengals because they've obviously turned a corner. I mean, that's a good team. And we kind of piled on the Vikings early in the season. And then they had really, and again, it sucks. I work with a couple of Vikings fans. They're like despondent over the, Kirk Cousins injury um but if we're thinking in context about the Vikings 49ers game you know Kirk Cousins was fantastic it was you know he didn't get sacked 278 yards two touchdowns he did have a pick uh he also had two intact Achilles at the end of the game it was a huge deal but they also made some just wonderful plays that that throw from Cousins to Addison Oh. And where Addison and, and the defensive back are wrestling for it, and he rips it away and just runs off. If that's not one of the play, if that's not one of the plays of the year, you know, at the end of the season, you know, I I don't know what what will be the ultimate play of the year, but that was an incredible, that was an incredible play. 
you know, and I, a lot a lot of people were like, oh, man, no Justin Jefferson. Vikings are toast. And, you know, it felt like that team had turned their season around. You know, they did. So, I so, mean, it, what were they? One and four and then four and four. Yeah. And, you know, I was going to make the joke the the last after we recorded because, uh-huh. you know, Kittle wore the F Dallas shirt. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't won since. And I was like. Someone with voodoo had to put a curse <laughs> on Purdy and then switch them with Cousins because Cousins had won three, say, including a primetime game. Yeah. And, uh, of course, he tears his Achilles on. Well, there goes that joke. But yeah. Poof. I know. And, and, and you know, and it's, that's awful, though. It, it is, mean, man. It, that sucks because they were, they <clears> were rolling. Me. They were getting their season going. You know, Jefferson's coming back soon. Like, and well, Addison was coming on. Hawkinson's playing well again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, that team would. I don't. I'm not saying they would have beaten the Lions, but they would again run for their money had they been like healthy. Well, I mean, it it, it would have been a much more interesting matchup. Correct. I mean, who knows what yes. they're going to be at this point? I mean, they traded for Dobbs. I mean, you're not look. Dobbs isn't leading you to the promised land. No. Um, and who's that? They what, what is that? That rookie quarter is it? Jalen Hall um, from like BYU, I think. Good luck. Yeah, or Jaron Hall. That's his name, Jaron Hall. Uh, yeah, good luck. Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah, that was that, that was enough. That was enough against an inept, you know, Packers team. And you can make an argument why the uh, hell, you know, why the hell do they call that play on third and nineteen at that point of the game? I mean, you can play that game if you want. I mean, it's a fluke injury. Um, maybe you know, maybe he should have just handed it off. I, I, you know what I mean? Like it's football, man. You know, obviously they wanted. I think it was like ten minutes a clock. I think it was a little over ten minutes in the fourth quarter left when that happened. I think. Um, I don't have a specific note on that, but that sounds about right. Shit happens, but I you mean, know, cousin, it, it doesn't matter if there's no, ten minutes on the clock. No, 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 no. But I mean, like Cousins had never missed an injury, like a game to due to injury in his entire career. I, he's been durable as hell. Yeah, he's never been gotten hurt. Durable. Never gotten hurt. Um, but it, my point here with time this back to San Francisco was that you know it's not the Vikings had turned the corner I mean it felt like they had like like oh okay this is a legit win that like they're playing well look out for Addison that that guy's a gamer man they have a great wide receiver pair Kirk Cousins is playing his ass off mm-hmm. I mean he was tied he was tied for first in the league in touchdown passes with 18 and he was second in yards yeah. a little over 2300 so I mean it wasn't fluky their defense had been playing better um, so, uh, you know, if you're a Vikings fan, it's an absolute gut, gut punch because you're like, okay, the Packers are terrible. The bears are the bears and they stink. So it's really the lions. And you just watch the lions get absolutely destroyed by Baltimore. Right. <sighs> so you're going, all right, we just beat San Francisco. This is pretty good. We got some opportunity here. Maybe this division's going to be about the Vikings and the lions. And now at this point you're like, well, oh, oh shit. So, you know, <laughs> for San Francisco. What's the ending, Randy? We are so fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, like, it, it, and this is going to sound dumb, but there were quality losses. The, the one that really, I think, stings, you know, is the kicker just missing a field goal because they should have oh won, won that yeah. game. And then I'm just kind of curious how they handled the concussion with Purdy. And, and look, I mean, all good teams, you have adversity. I think this is part of the story of football is in-season adversity, right? 
And that's kind of what shapes the character of a team over the course of a season is the adversity, the injuries, the media, all the stuff you face as, as you kind of build over the course of a season, work through your chemistry, work through your issues, work through your schemes, adjust and grow and get better. And some teams start off strong and then that's as good as they are. Some teams get better over the course of the season and, and there's lulls every now and then. I mean, those things are okay. So, you know, the loss of the Vikings, they were just, Andy Reid had a line post game after the Chiefs got handled by Denver. And uh, obviously Mahomes wasn't right. The flu game for him. No Jordan flu game. That's for damn sure. Um, he wasn't right, but but Andy Reid had a line in the post game talking about you know in the NFL when you're off by an inch it can feel like a mile, you know, yep. because uh, small issues, small little things, flip games. They flip fields, flip games. It's like that interception that Purdy had to Pratt. I mean, number one, it was a great play by Pratt. I mean, like they're in the oh, red. That was insane. I mean, they're in the red zone. They're they're gonna score right, and I mean Pratt just gets his hand just hand up. Maybe he shouldn't have thrown, maybe Purdy shouldn't have thrown the ball, right? But it was an incredible play by Pratt. He like gets it up there, kind of bats it to himself, boom, he's got the pick. You know, so these small little things, um, that sometimes that's just how football goes, man. And you're gonna have these moments where the ball just doesn't really bounce your way. And the I think this is just a moment of adversity for San Francisco. And I would expect them to recover from it. Although I will say, and I heard this today, and I, and I didn't realize, and I think I wrote it, I think I have a note on my phone, so I'm going to pull it, because Randy, I had not heard this statistic, and I was like, damn, that is all kinds of crazy. Yeah, here you go. Kyle Shanahan coach teams. I don't know if this is exclusive to San Francisco. I'm, I'm guessing this is San Fran and Atlanta. But when they're trailing by three or more points entering the fourth quarter, Kyle Shanahan coach teams are one and 30. Yeah. Dang. I was like, darn dude. That's crazy. I would not have guessed that. Although, I mean, again, I, I don't have the breakdown of if that's how much of that is Atlanta, how much of that is, you know, well, whatever. Forget he's also on the coaching staff for Cleveland. He was also on the coaching staff for, uh, Houston. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. And again, I don't have the breakdown, but I was just like, oh, that's because I know that's not that that can't all be San Francisco. There's no, no I, I doubt there's that. no way. So, but I, I'm just that's trailing by three or more points there in the fourth quarter. Kyle Shanahan coach teams are one and thirty. I was like, that is a brutal stat. That's rough. Mm. So, I don't know. I, I'm intrigued by the Chase Young trade. If anything, he should be an injection of life on that defensive line. Could be the predator. Given, uh, you know, Bosa on one end, him mm -hmm. on the other. Um, I was talking to someone at the gym today, and they were just like, I don't understand why they went and made this trade, went and got Gregory, and then went and got Chase Young. I'm like, it's for depth. They're they're thinking about the playoffs. They're thinking about having guys playoffs. stay stay healthy and fresh for <laughs> a run. Well, that if you think about that type of rotation – it's that, but they also need to generate pressure on the quarterback, man. They got to protect their, they got to protect their secondary, dude. And that's what that <laughs> defense has always done. It's always been, ever since with, with Sala, it was like from Sala to Ryan's. Mm -hmm. It was always 
the front four Mm -hmm. gets pressure sacks whatever Mm -hmm. but it also is forcing those quarterbacks into making errant throws which get picked off which is one of the reasons why that defense was one of the league leaders in interceptions after you know first five weeks of the season is because they were forcing errors but that defense just hasn't been doing that and it's just there's just there's an energy level about it it's it's crazy to me to sit there and see just how good that defense is the 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 talent on that defense from top to bottom and they're just not making plays they're not they're doing arm tackles they're not (laughs) wrapping up they're not forcing turnovers like they were uh the fact that uh I mean, Bosa is the dumbass who held out as long as he did, which is why he it's taking him forever to get under his legs because he missed all of training camp. That's one of the reasons for training camp is to make sure you are your body is in football shape and ready to go. It's like week eight, man. I like you, <laughs> you would hope by now. But the thing is, is we're, he's still not really making a lot of plays. Now he's still getting pressures, but he's not making he's not getting sacks. Not like he did last year. <clears throat> now look, as somebody that was. I figured Washington was going to trade Chase Young. I did not anticipate them trading Sweat and Young. Didn't see that when somebody mentioned that to me. I'm like, nah, man, they're going to move Young. You know, although I guess getting a two for, or really a high two, because, I mean, it's the Bears, right? In all likelihood, yeah, they're going to be a high two. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it, it, that's it, almost it, like a one in a way. It probably, it, it might end up being essentially the first. You know, first pick of the second round. It's I mean, if it's one possible. of the first three picks of the second round, you did good. Yeah. So, especially if he wasn't going to re-sign there. You know what I mean? And I would say Chase Young was not going to re-sign there. But I thought they were going to keep sweat. But whatever. that That's done now. Um, but it would be a very... It would be a very Washington thing, right? Where you have this physical specimen and everybody's all hyped and loved on him. Loving on him, you know, for the rookie season. And then the injuries and some other things. And then obviously some criticism. Not, I mean, he wasn't going Albert Hainsworth mode out there. I'm not saying that, oh, but, oh, but there were some times where you're like, what is he doing? You know? And it's like, is this a scheme? You have this dude and you're you, like, what is, is he just have to, like, he has to stay right there. Like, what is the, what, what are you doing? So there were some times I was just, you know, watching him up. And I just felt like he didn't stop on someone's face. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Um, <laughs> And, I, you know, th- there were times I watched him, and I'm like, well, what are you doing, bro? So I'm very curious to see what he's like in San Francisco. But, again, I think getting reunited with Bosa is going to help. It's a good team. They're obviously much better than Washington. You have legit playoff aspirations and hopes. And uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he has – it might take him a minute to, you know, scheme, system, whatever. But I would expect to see much better effort out of him. And that's probably going to help Bosa a lot. And look, they know they have a, a certain window to really go at it. So I think the last last thing I saw is they, they were giving up. They were trading one of their compensatory threes. So it's a reasonable price. Now, mm-hmm. might it end up being a half-year rental? It might. You know, it might. Uh, you have to see how that plays out. But if Chase Young is... Rounding into form, which a lot of people believe he was, uh, and he's motivated and hungry, and, and you know is vibing with his Ohio State teammate Bosa out there. It's it's gonna help him out, you know. But if, you'll know if you see him like lollygagging around. Yep, you're welcome. 
Oh well, Thanks I, I, I don't. No, I the, I, I think it's gonna end. Up, I think I it's think gonna end up being pretty good. Do that, and I don't see Chris Kosarek being that dude who's just sit up there, sit there as a defensive line coach going, oh yeah, he, he I'm sure. I mean, because that dude's been always considered for, you know, like a D coordinator or even potential head coach at some point. So I doubt that dude is going to just sit there and let him do whatever he wants to do. No, no it, man. Like w- when you roll into a job and you're the new guy, you, you got to prove yourself. No, I, I I think this is the classic case of a fresh start, a fresh attitude. And I think he's going to be motivated. I, I do. You know, it, this is, this is a chance for him to get a fat paycheck after the season. Uh, yeah, Matt, we'll see. We'll see. It, he's going to have to have a really strong finish. But, you know, being on that defense with that team is going to give him a chance to not be featured per se, but it, but an opportunity to shine. And, and I that would set him up for, you know, a nice payday. And again, I'm, I'm not anti Chase Young, but there are some times I've just been like, really? Really, dude, uh, well, and, I, and, and I still would have preferred that they had just drafted Herbert. Uh, I, I think two. I think they would have gotten two killed, but Herbert, I would have gladly taken Herbert. Yeah. You know, uh, instead of the disaster that was Dwayne Haskins and all that stupidity. Again, rest in peace. I'm not trying to hate on that dude, but man, God, would they be better if Herbert was back there? Sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, like with. Defense, or you know, people having to focus on Bosa, Chase Young should build a feast a little bit. Uh, you'd think, and, and and some of that's just the pairing of them. If he's motivated and going after it, man, it's 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 going to be pretty good. It's mm-hmm. going to be pretty good. I mean, the front four in general, yeah, yeah. Should, should feast. I mean, Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead aren't exactly, you know, one. Well, your linebackers are really freaking good too so i mean yeah. it's it's and, and then you got to figure the rotation like you have a young dude in drake jackson who has potential and but you know getting randy gregory from denver as well but man you know gives you another solid pass rusher to just rotate in there i'm just saying don't don't mess up the rotation randy puff puff pass baby <laughs> anyway don't be fucking up the rotation yeah don't be, don't be messing up the rotation dude <laughs> Oh, anyway. All right. So we obviously feel pretty good about Chase Young going to San Francisco. I think it's going to be a, a good opportunity for him. All right. Um, I will say as a point of curiosity, what, if Washington played every team with the damn effort that they put into playing Philadelphia, they would be so much better. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it, man. I don't understand it. I know it's division. It's just weird to me. Howell's out there balling out. Um, but A.J. Brown was out there with some absolute filth. It was really bananas. And then it's it's just a weird week, man. You know, you're looking at them just kind of hauling and hustling and, and playing the Eagles tough. And they got up on him, man. Uh, but A.J. Brown, man, they just couldn't. They just couldn't deal with that dude. Um AJ Brown, by the way, I know everybody's like knob slobbing on Tyreek Hill. I t- I get it, right? But uh, that was AJ Brown's sixth consecutive game with 125 or more receiving yards. That's a new NFL record. And in his 25 games as an Eagle, all right, he has two. I still can't believe that the Titans traded that guy. But in his 25 games as an Eagle, 2,435 receiving yards and 16 touchdowns. I'd say that's pretty damn good. 
pretty yeah. damn good. And I, I mean, we were all shocked by that trade, and even to this day, I'm like, why? Well, Tannehill, that's why. That's why you trade him. Uh, you're not going to play, you, you know. I mean, you probably don't want to pay an elite wide receiver when Ryan Tannehill is your quarterback. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, I hear you, but give Tannehill all the money. Yeah, but I mean, if, if they had Levis and Hopkins and AJ Brown, like then we're getting really interesting. Bro. Okay, we're giving Levis too much credit. I mean, that's fine. Uh, I but, mean, at least he gives this receiver a chance to go make a play. Hell yeah! My God, that dude's got an arm on him. He does. He's strong as hell. I mean, he really is. He just, it's the mental part and the technical part he's got to get down, but the arm strength is, is strength unreal. Is well, we'll circle back to that. We'll, we'll circle but, back to yeah, Levis in a AJ minute. AJ but... Brown is just playing with a chip on his shoulder. Filthy. Uh, he, he's got an attitude, and he's just going out there and just playing with a chip on his shoulder, just like he's pissed off at everybody and that's yeah. but sometimes that that's a good thing though i mean it's a, you need a player who's just playing yeah, angry sure. all the time sure well uh, you know th- those things can be motivational and, and that's all that's good uh look i mean philly is is legitimately good i still am not convinced that they're what they were last year but they keep finding ways to win and you know washington is uh, they're kind of a mess you know, you get some games where you're like, okay, they look like they're going to be pretty good, and you start believing in them. I feel like Washington is that meme that they use for a whole bunch of teams. Like, you are here. I, you start the believing. Cycle, yeah, the you cycle. Know, the, you you start, believe, it's you, like the Ben Simmons cycle. You, you, oh, he looks great. He looks great. I, boom, I'm starting to believe. Boom, and then, ass. yeah, okay. the, then nope, they let you down and break your heart again. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, really, Washington had – I don't know. I don't want to say they had control of the game, but they were they had put themselves in great position through most of the game. And you know, Hal had just a, a really tough interception on a slightly overthrown ball. I mean, I you know I, I need to see a closer up replay, uh, but the wide receiver was there. His hands were there. It was close, uh, and that that particular interception set up um the drive where it was you know hurts the, which is still weird to say julio jones is an eagle it's still strange to me um and and look washington stopped a tush push they did hurts hurts lost the ball in that one now they ran a fake Uh-oh. tush push late i know they ran a fake tush push later in the game that was clever good on them um but you know some moments and it's just washington just teases you they just tease you and then they you know, well, stink. I mean, McLaurin would drop very rare drops. I know. I mean, usually that dude Two brings in everything. Well, they yeah, they they've had a couple of weeks where you know, again, it, the, the plays are close, or it, it's a drop here, it's a drop there, it's a little bit behind, it's a little too high. <clears throat> but you know, those are the things that separate out the better teams from the pack, and that's what those little margins of error have been. What's tripped up, you know, San Fran the past couple of weeks kicker missing the field goal you know and all the errors is what gave us the jets giants punt party that's a lot of errors right no, i'm just kidding um although man that was a that was a rough game though that was a rough game to watch woof woof <laughs> woof yeah woof although i hey look i guess you know topic jump uh, they needed to trade some of these linemen because they have to amass some picks so they can go ahead and trade with New England for Bill Belichick, right? <laughs> oh, good lord! No, well, that you know, I, and we joked around about it, and then uh, Florio from PFT had some piece about it. We he was hearing you know, they were talking about it, um, and 
I, I would it would be fascinating to me if you think that the Redskins, of course, had Lombardi. They briefly, obviously, because he ended up passing away. But it's weird to think about Washington and Green Bay and Lombardi, and then how people, you know, the kind of esteem they hold Vince Lombardi in. And then thinking about Belichick and what he's done in New England. And obviously, look, here's it. Their talent isn't good enough. And some of that's his own fault, right? Some of that's his, his fault. But they don't, it's not, they don't have a ton of good personnel. I mean, it, that's what happens. You can be a great coach. If you don't have players, you don't have players. You don't have enough players. You don't have enough talent. You just don't. You just don't. Look, I mean, look, look how we all got baited into Colorado and Coach Prime, right? Well, you know what they don't have? Good enough talent. <laughs> they, they just don't have offensive and defensive line. No, they, they got some skill position yeah, talent. They ain't got the they, lines. They don't have the lines. And we've talked, they don't have the lines. So you get exposed against teams that do have line, like better defensive and offensive lines. You get exposed. Or, or depth. Or depth. Well, by year three for them, yeah, things should be turned around nicely. They'll be fine. Uh, Dion will get them there. He'll, 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 they'll have an influx of talent. Uh, and D lineman and, and offensive line, they'll be okay. Um, yeah. So it's it's just I don't know. Washington's weird, man. But I, I've gotten a chuckle out of, you know, we made passing comments. Oh, I'll take Bill Belichick to coach. You know, if anyone wants to get rid of him, so it, that would be pretty funny um, if that happened. But I, I would say from an organizational standpoint, um, even if you dislike Bill, what he would do is bring the apparatus, the system apparatus, you know what I mean, um, and clean up a lot of stuff. And, look, I, I believe that Ron Rivera is getting a golden parachute and they're trying to give him a, the most graceful exit that they can. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's – it's Yeah. I, I, the bo- boys to men is warming up at yeah. this point. <laughs> I mean, it, it, look. It's the end of the road, bro. R- Rivera, Rivera lucked, you know, got a little lightning in a bottle with Cam Newton – if only Cam was willing to dive on a fumble in the Super Bowl, but they got, they got a little lightning in a bottle with Cam Newton. That was a nice little run. And I don't dislike Ron Rivera, the person I don't, but I think his time is done as a head coach, right? It's just my, it's my opinion. Okay. I think there's too many things that get missed. Um, I hated the other week when they, I think it was against the Eagles too. Uh, when Hal had picked up that first down running real late in that game, and it was like a fourth and short, and it was like, go for it. This is your time to go for it, Riverboat Ron. And they didn't go for it. Yeah. Um, I hated that. And then, you know, there was a play in this particular game, and this sort of ties into what I was annoyed about with the Browns and the Colts, but there were two catches in that game where, you know, they were kind of questionable about did they hit the ground or whatever. Oh, the Devonta Smith fourth down. So you had the fourth catch. Yeah, so you had the fourth and I think it was fourth and four. I might be wrong about the yardage, but it was fourth down. And, you know, he brings it, he he, he catches it, goes to the ground, and it looks like it hits the ground. But here's the thing. Rivera doesn't challenge it. Doesn't challenge it. The Washington sideline is, like, adamant. Yes. That it was not a catch. And I would say they were correct. It would bother me less if it hadn't been a similar scenario where the Washington player catches it. And I thought the Washington, I thought that was a legit reception. But here's what's funny about that is they ruled that a catch on the field, right? The Mm -hmm. Eagles didn't challenge it. 
but somebody in New York, somebody said, no, we need to review that. And they overturned that thing. So why, why are they so selective about when, and I know maybe you guys didn't realize what, why I posted some of that stuff in the chat, but I was annoyed, not only that they lost, sure, but I was annoyed at the inequity between how they handled those two moments. Now, we can blame Rivera for not challenging, which is fair criticism. But the Eagles didn't challenge that play. The booth did, right? So somebody had to decide to do that. And I don't think there was enough there to say that that wasn't a catch. I thought he had control of it because my understanding was that, you know, the ball can touch the ground as long as you maintain control. Right. As like, long as it's like the hands are like under yeah, it. Yeah, 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 and it and barely, it doesn't barely, move. And it doesn't move. And doesn't move. Like, there. But like did, if the hands are like over it, it hits the ground, did, then yeah, it's it's not a catch. Did both of y'all watch the Lions Raiders Monday Night game? Yeah. Do Not you, all the way through, you, but yeah. I did do you watch remember? Part of it. Do you remember when Max Crosby got that fumble, like out of the pile? Yes. And yeah. I was like, "How is that a fumble? That play's done, right? That play's done." He's, right. And he's, the guy looked like he was <coughs> down. Yeah. And so, or uh, forward. Pro- I, I look, the forward progress was gone. That was done. Yeah, he was right. just done. Done. Forward, forward progress was done. So. I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm going, well, yeah, he stripped the ball out, but forward progress is done. And unless that guy's, l- like, doing Dua Lipa and, like, levitating under the pile, like, he's on the ground. Like, his leg, calf, shin, knee, ball, something hit, right? There, there was no exorcism going on. <laughs> no. 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 And I'm like, that is a weird play. Well, and then there, I think if memory serves me correctly, they were talking about, did you hear the whistle? You said too. balls. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. But it, it is strange how that, you know, always tends to play out. Trust me. And I understand the whole thing with Philadelphia because I, the Niners run the receiving end of another Devontae Smith catch in the mm-hmm. NFC Championship game where it was clearly incomplete on fourth down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That and, pretty much led to their and, first touchdown. And, just, you know, but, but it's I, just so, yeah, it's, it is strange to me that. So. They can that New York can chime in whenever the hell they want and review a play and overturn something without anybody throwing a flag, but yet you think about moments where you're like, why don't you intervene? The the problem with all this is, is with the NFL getting into bed with all the gambling companies, it just I fucking hate that. There's a stench there that just does not feel right with the selective reviews. That seem to favor the big city teams. <laughs> if you smell what the rock is cooking, yeah. Um, it, it's dude. There's just been some fakeness in the last, like, just the season. Just kind of like watching some of these replays, and you're like, this just does not smell right. I like, mean, something's off. I, I don't want twenty four seven sky judge, right? But I, like I always think back, and um, God, was it the Saints and the Rams that one year where the dude completely blew, oh he got just mauled, annihilated, and nobody in their right mind says, "Well, that's not a defensive penalty," and right? They didn't call it, and they didn't call it. Now, you know, it's plays like that that necessitate intervention, right? Not. Or like that, you know, we need a fire truck ladder, bowl, bowl, minute bowl, 
you know, Wembenyaya and 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 Ralph Sampson and you know Shaq for good measure for this ball to be catchable, right? Like intervene on that. You know what I mean? Like they're blatant. But mm-hmm. like even if it's not pass interference, a hold is a hold. Like Yeah. I I, I mean it's even just... if it's the five yard variety and automatic first down, like if there's instead of if if you don't want to give them like a forty yarder, just call it a hold. I mean, yeah, like, I'd, I'd, if I'd you're rather impeding that. the progress. You're impeding the progress. Correct. I mean, I I would rather, you know, and I think sometimes that the the reward is a little bit too rich for a pass interference. I'm not saying they got to do the college rule. I'm not saying that, but there are times it's so egregious. Sorry, if you got a forty yard penalty, that's on you, dumb dumb. Um, but that being said, there are times that maybe you don't, you know, you call something that just basically you end up having another crack at the down, right? You know, five yards, it's whatever. You can do other things. But they, I just don't, it's the inconsistency with things. And it really rubbed me the wrong way that, you know, the Eagles in similar scenarios, right? The Eagles clearly got a beneficial intervention neither team challenged but somebody intervened and it helped philadelphia both times and that's what pissed me off had had it been both of those were ruled complete and then overturned because it touched the ground well you know it it, it affected both teams the same because aj brown like on that particular fourth down conversion which shouldn't have been the way they the way they called the Washington catch if they had applied that same standard then that 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 Eagles catch wasn't a catch and then that drive which culminated in a touchdown to AJ Brown wouldn't have happened you know so it does change the outcome and Shannon you know and we've talked about betting off and on and and I I don't mind betting per se and I don't bet I don't gamble I play I play the lottery and I might do low stakes gambling for fun but I don't bet sports and the reason I don't, I don't bet sports is because I feel like it's there's just other than maybe something that's really really low stakes. But I don't do I don't I don't do fan kings. I don't do or, or fan duel draft kings. Bet Fred. I don't do any of those things, right? Because every time there have been a few occasions in my life where like and I it, like when it was Seattle Denver in the Super Bowl, I was like if I bet I, I would have bet on Seattle. <laughs> you know what I mean? That right. there have been a couple of times. But then every time I think like that, there's a few things happening in the season. I'm like, mm-hmm, I'd bet this, and then I'm a hundred percent wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, and I'm, I mean that that's why Scott yeah. Van Pelt has like the best segment of the week on Monday nights after mm-hmm. Monday Night Football. It's called Bad Beats. Bad Beats. And it, it's like it should go this way for ninety nine point whatever percent of the way, and then at the last second. And, mm, nope. Nope. And it's like that that I hate losing money on stuff that should go a certain way. You lose enough money on like, college applications for your daughters. That's enough money you're burning. Bro. 
No, the refing this year has definitely felt but uneven doesn't it, all around. Doesn't it's, it though? It's gone down, and that like well, well, I mean, it's just like this whole new technique all these offensive tackles are using, where they're getting to kick back early before the ball's even snapped. And how the fuck is that not a false start? Oh, you mean like Philadelphia once again? Philadelphia, Philadelphia does it. Kansas getting... City does it. A lot of a lot of offensive lines do it. But when they when you see it, but it's only on pass downs. When they run the football, it's straight up. But it, you watch hey, these look. guys, and I'm just going, "How is that not a? How, Can, is, how is that a post? All I know is and, this, and this, they need to coach like the, the Steelers lineup. Is it? They no. they they need to coach the Steelers up on how to do that, particularly like when it's field goal time. <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, I watched the replay. I don't know how on earth they called that that dude offsides on that Steelers field goal at the end of the half. Um, was it Deontay Johnson? No. What's their wide receiver? What, uh, yeah, Deontay Johnson was savaging the refs in the post game because they made oh, the original. He was so pissed because he, he was like saying they were cheating. Yeah. Oh, he was living. They must have gotten paid well. Yeah, oh yeah, he dropped that one on there. They must have gotten paid well because they made the kick and then they called whoever offsides on, on the offensive line and then and then the dude missed the sixty-one yard. Now well, I, the league got paid well from that fine. I'm sure they did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe we can get an Ursay tweet um, about it for good measure. Well, I mean, like, Ursay, you know, he was probably like me having a few drinks tonight. Yeah, but, and the thing is, Ursay's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not, he's not the, wrong. The problem is, he's not is wrong. Deontay Johnson, they didn't get paid, but he's not wrong. Ursay wasn't wrong. No. A lot of these guys, when they complain about the referees, they're not wrong for the most part. No. The NFL needs to get off its ass mm-hmm. and get these guys full time and just be done with it. But they're too cheap. They want too much profit. Mm-hmm. Get these referees to be full time, man. Mm. Well, that, they will that, quit. That one article you sent me about that ref who basically was fine is suspended because he's basically a philadelphia homer that was basically oh, yeah. refing a philadelphia game <laughs> yeah and giving him all those calls yeah yep yeah i mean, it, it, it I mean what what happened with that dolphins anything and everything was called against <laughs> miami and yeah. you're just like, yeah. you're like yep, hmm. that's a whole that's a whole i mean the dude's got his arm around the dude's neck how you're not calling that right in front uh-huh. of the ref standing right here and you're just going huh but that's like the meme that's been going around like <laughs> my family when they see the dishes and it's some dude that's mm-hmm. like blind with the cane like mm-hmm. oh i don't see the dishes you know it's like the ref oh it's philly oh yep i'm from philly i don't see philly. the i don't see anything don't see it um, i don't know what you mean yeah i don't know so i i tell you what man um i need a i need a fresh beer so i'm gonna do that so we're gonna take a break. So Justin, yeah, 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 yeah. When we come back after the salute o'clock, uh-huh. let's go over Denver KC because oh. I went and listened to the last time Denver did beat KC. Oh, I bet you got some fun factoids, bro. Via the sports brew. Oh, really? Yes. Oh man, I can't wait that, to hear this. That was fun. That was fun. All right, dude. I'm, I'm I, I didn't listen to the entire part. I got through like when we got to it, which was actually kind of early. Which how was kind of how, fun. How drunk but, were we? And it, well, we were simmering at that. Point. We were simmering. All right, it was early. It was, it, it early. was oh, we it was simmering. early. It was so, early. we were simmering. 
All they right. weren't full, full boil. Not, no. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know if we go full tilt these days. I've settled down a little bit. I'm not like. I'm not drinking yeah. rum tonight, so it's not going to be like last time. Oh, okay. Well, I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to be much better. I'm trying to stick to one, one mixed drink. And with the Coronas, they're light enough. Like, if you know, if I'm having two or three over the course of like a four-hour period, like who cares? You know what I mean? It's a Corona, bro. I'm not. I'm not pounding stouts or crushing non-percent IPAs. <laughs> right. You know, it's a little different. I'm hydrating, uh, as Randy Randy likes to, say, or as I used to like to tease Randy about in your Bud Light days. And here I am. I've circled back, and I'm just in, I'm drinking Coronas. <laughs> like what the hell? Uh, Nothing wrong with that, bro. Nope. No, it's not. It's not, it's all good. It's all good. Dude, anyway, we, we're getting close to the five, so the five is close. So I hear you. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back to a salute o'clock. Um, although, you know what? I want to exit on this. I want to exit on this. Uh, Todd, number one, uh, happy birthday. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Thanks for the invite. Thanks for the love. Thanks Thank for the you, gloss. Dude. We had a good time hanging out with you, you know, at your house. And um, I look, I, I was so gassed, dude. I did not think I was going to make it. I really didn't think I was going to make it over there. But my kids were dying to see your kids. So they they talked me into it. So you can thank Chloe and Logan for my appearance that night. Uh, but I was definitely running out of the gas, man. I know you were like, "Oh, what are you leaving already?" Yes, I was leaving already. Uh, but I did enjoy the I did enjoy the exit. I did enjoy the exit. He was like, "Oh," and I was like, "You know, what do you want a hug?" And so I went up to give him a hug, and he was he was fooling and hemming and hawing about me leaving. And I said. Well, you want a butt pat? And so like I gave him, I, I got a I got I got good contact and a handful of Todd ass. So that was your birthday hug hug around. You're welcome, sir. <laughs> hug around <laughs> spank. You know. No, spank. I, you know, we love you, Todd. <laughs> it was a stout party after all. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> you rang. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord hey my father-in-law lost a toe the next day so todd i had to leave for a good reason yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice no it's great to see you, man I, I, i'm glad you enjoyed your birthday uh it was great to see you as it always we always have a good time hanging out with you dude we always have a good time always so you know we love you so thanks for the beers and uh you know anyway happy birthday grandpa Go yell at some clouds, would you? Uh, anyway, we'll take a break. What's he oh, up to now? 51. 51? Okay. Yeah. 51. I hope he enjoyed the farting card I gave him from the sports brew. I enjoyed the farting card. I thought that was really funny. Or the quote-unquote redneck fireworks. Redneck fireworks. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's good. I hadn't heard that before. That's a good term. No, that's what was on the card. It was redneck fireworks. I know. Did you do? Yeah, I just remember the card farted. I didn't remember redneck the, the redneck. Where, I didn't remember that part. And hey, where are the white women at? Just saying, <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, <Exactly>. all right. <laughs> yeah. True story. But like when Shannon, dude, when it was Shannon, Shannon's time to go. He was rolling. I was like, I, hey. lo- I love Todd. But like, <laughs> if I didn't get out of there, I wouldn't driving home. And yeah. he's like, you can stay. You can stay. And I'm like, my father-in-law is losing a toe tomorrow. I have to get home 
and I have to take Whitfield home too. So, you know. What did you do? What did you do? Like, look, someone who needs a reach around, and then you just kind of bailed. Is that what that was? I just got the fuck out. I was like, Todd, <laughs> I love you. I'll grab a beer. I'll give you a review. Actually, well, do you want to do it now, <laughs> just or you want to wait till after the break? You say <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Todd wanted you to stay. He did. He's like, you can sleep. I was like, dude. <laughs> it shit goes sideways. My wife has to get to Williamsburg. Look, man. And my kids got to meet up at Regency. Like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. I love you, but damn. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa Loeb and Todd stories. Man, I hear you. Right? It's all good. I don't think we have ever played, like, dropped a, le like, Lisa Loeb stay? That's got to be a first. I think this is 361. This is I've, I've never seen. I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's a first, man. Wow. All right, that's enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, not. Um, anyway. What were you trying to say? You... Randy's like, cut. <laughs> cut. Cut him out. No. All right, uh, uh, Shannon, what was your question? Wait, it's salute o'clock. Uh, that we'll we'll do that squirrel, after the break. Squirrel, squirrel. Anyway. <laughs> okay, okay. Salute o'clock after. Yeah, the yeah. Break. We'll do a salute o'clock after the break. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you know, um, I'm surprised. Todd, the only thing I'll say is I'm disappointed you didn't break break out your wiener whistle during your birthday. <laughs> but maybe you got a blow later that night. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I think Laura was out of town, so I don't oh. think the wiener whistle oh. came out. Mm. Yeah, okay, I guess not. All right, fair enough. Oh well. Well, maybe Todd just got to break out the wiener whistle a little later. It's okay. It's all good. <laughs> not a, not as I'm taking a drink, Justin. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh my god. All right, all right, all right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in a few minutes. I got some trees to go water, man. Yeah, same. <laughs> all right. Be right back. <laughs> all right. Had to stretch our legs for a minute, water some trees, and then, you know, it's really cold outside. I haven't gotten quite acclimated, so I think mid tree watering, it turtled up a little bit and had to go again when I got back inside. That or, you know, all these coronas are just running through me. But what are you going to do? Anyway, time for a salute o'clock. And, uh, you know, hey, Todd, man, next time I see you, I'll give you another butt pat just for good measure, okay? You know, I love you, bro. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. So, of course, if I'm going to lead off a salute o'clock, as we're wishing Todd happy birthday, I'm certainly enjoying my Mexico and Jack Daniels, which I always do. It's always good. Mm. And even though I haven't finished this drink yet, I am not officially a nurse, so you don't have to make that joke. Uh, but I am on my third Corona, so what are you going to do? Anyway, yeah, Coronas, I don't, it's, it's been my jam lately, you know? I, I, it's it's weird. It's like I'm I'm pretending summer is still ongoing, because that's, that's my summer beer. That's my summer beer, but, uh, you know, I've been on a, such a huge IPA kick for such a long time. It's so weird to, I think I've had one, one IPA like the last three weeks. Wow. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's it's a little odd, but that's okay. It's I, I, you know what I'm doing, guys. I'm cleansing the palate. 
Yeah. Mm. That's the story. I'm sticking to it. Yep, that's the deal. Anyway, uh, Shannon, what you got, bro? (laughs) So, uh, doubleheader tonight. uh, Centered Universe, Doctoberfest. And then... Did you say it's a double donger tonight? Is that what you said? No, not a double donger. Double Hmm. header. Well, (laughs) you know what? Screw it. Double donger. (laughs) Same damn thing. (laughs) Code 2, Oktoberfest. And then... I got this. I told Todd that I would take a beer from yeah. the cooler since I had to leave early, Todd. Nice. I got a chocolate peanut butter cup. Mm. Uh, it's from Blue Mountain. And on the side, and Captain will not approve of this, Todd. Mm. It says Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Oh, no. Aged in bourbon barrels with cocoa nibs and peanut butter flavoring. Pumpkin, peanut butter, cocoa nibs. I mean, eh, it, it, it's eh. Not gonna lie, sorry. I could have, I could have told you by your description. No, I'm just kidding. It's a damn pumpkin. Yeah, it's <laughs> eh. There has Oktoberfest is really good. So there, somewhere there has to be a pumpkin ale, pumpkin beer, pumpkin something. That's like it's the great pumpkin. It has to exist, right? It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Right. There has to be one out there named It's the Great Pumpkin. It has to be. Well, that's what, you know, our friend Google can easily tell us if there's one. I'm sure that, uh, there has to be. I, I there, mean, it, it, it's a missed opportunity be. if there isn't one. Yeah, that would be a disappointment. It's great! Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Ray- <laughs> Says Tony the Tiger. It's great to throw in the trash can. Right, pour down the drain. (laughs) Drain. (laughs) That's an old school one, dude. For me to poop on. Um, do you have any gray poop on? I was getting. You know what's funny about that is I almost just said that, and I was thinking about setting that up, and then you said that, and I was, I was like, yeah. They needed Triumph the Insult Comic in a gray poupon commercial, so he could be like, it's a gray poupon. That would not have been perfect. Yeah, well, great, great minds. That's a good call. Yeah, great minds think alike. Ish, uh, Shannon, I gave you homework the other week about a Bulls intro, and I don't remember what it was for. It was for Kirk Cousins primetime, but he actually oh, won the game and then oh. tore his Achilles. So I think we probably should scrap that one. Oh, oh. If, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Fair um, enough. He. he Dom, he beat San Francisco in the game and actually played really well. And then he did. last week he tore his Achilles. And then so that was that. I, I think we need to give Kirk Cousins a little grace and yeah. not crush him. Now, uh, look, I'll tell you, I'm a little late to the game, and we haven't let Randy talk about his beer yet. I'm a little late to the game on that uh, quarterback series on Netflix. It's really good. It's really good. And I've I, I, watched it. So I've, I've never it. disliked Kurt the person. You know, Kurt Cousins, as they used to say in Washington. I've never disliked Kurt the person. Um, I just had grievance. You know, and he was mistreated by Washington. He was. Um, but, you know, good quarterback. I, You know, it's just he, he was on the edge of, is he good? Is he really good? Is he, you know, he's always been kind of teetering in that. He's he's good, but he's not great. You know, which really, it, that, there's only a, but so many, like, legit great quarterbacks. But I will say it's easy to focus on Mahomes because it's Mahomes, Marcus Mariota, Mariato, uh, Marcus Mariota, and Kirk Cousins. 
And, you know, Kirk Cousins, like you watch when you watch and it's totally worth a watch. If you haven't watched it yet, just do it. Uh, but the Netflix quarterback, you end up really you're like Kirk Cousins is just like he's like New Balance dad out there with like whatever he's grilling. He's like, oh, let's come hang out. You know, they show him doing charitable work. He's over at a, at a, at a soup kitchen, like, you know, giving food to people. I mean, you end up going, he's a good guy. I almost feel bad for making fun of him. You know, and now that he it, obviously with, with the almost and that was the Achilles injury. I'm like, oh, man, that's really a shame. Um, but I, I will say this, given the Vikings schedule, had that not happened, had that injury not happened, I absolutely believe his numbers would have been good enough that we would have people would have been like, is Kirk Cousins playing at an MVP level, you know? And it's it's just such a shame for the Vikings, but it's really a shame for him as a, as a person at this point in his career with the way he'd been playing. And this is uh, this statement is probably influenced a little bit by watching and really learning a lot more about him, the person, in the show, and seeing what he goes through to prepare his body, to prepare his mind, to prepare for the game, all these things. And he ends up being like a really likable dude, a little saccharine in some levels. <laughs> You know, and that's okay, um, but he he definitely has a you know a persona, and you know you end up just feeling like like he would be just you'd be like, I'd like to hang out with this guy, you know, it just feels like a, just a just a good dude, and so um, it's like a, it's like a double the injury is kind of a double whammy, and and I have some attachment obviously from his time in Washington and thinking he really got the short end of the stick with some stuff. Although, look, I, I'm not going to lie. I've given Kirk Cousins plenty of grief over the years, and I have. He's um, part of the genesis of this podcast. I, yes. He, he really is. He yes, was part he of is. that draft He was Luck and RG3. Luck, RG3, and Kirk D. Cousins. He was the fourth-round pick. He was the insurance to the Corvette, yep. and the insurance ended up being more valuable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. And you know what's funny? Side note, my, my Vikings fan brethren, they were all about trading for Jameis Winston. <laughs> Didn't happen. What? Yeah. And I was like, well. well I mean. He, he would have thrown it all over the place. Jameis Winston or Dobbs? I mean. Well, yes. Uh, but that's just a. I'll take Jameis Winston over Dobbs. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so would I. All right, uh, Randy, there was a fun fact that I didn't get to the other week, and I'm going to get to it now before you introduce whatever beer you're drinking. And it was really, this is going to be a question that that turns into a fun factoid. Do either of you know who has the most passing yards for the San Francisco 49ers, who is their single season passing yard record holder? Jeff Garcia. It is indeed Jeff Garcia. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I'm thinking back and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I would not have, I would not have guessed that. But he is. I mean, with with whether it's Montana or Young, it, they, that team, the teams are so balanced mm-hmm. that um, they just they ran the ball well and they didn't have to pass as much. Of course, back then you didn't have to pass a ton. You no. the, the back then it was all about making sure your running back got 20 plus carries a game. Well, you know, do you happen to remember now this was in 2000? Right? Mm-hmm. You want to wager against what their record was? 
In 2000? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I'll give you plus or minus two. You know, if, if, if you're within two games. Six. Huh? Ten and six is, would be my guess. Okay. Shannon, you got a guess? I'll go eight and eight. All right. So, uh, Randy, if you could flip it, you'd be correct. They went six and ten. So he threw for a ton of yards, but that was not a good thing. Some lean years there. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. On that note, as we raise a glass to Jeff Garcia, can't believe we're (laughs) saying that in this podcast. (laughs) Uh, What are you drinking, bro? Uh, I got me a uh, Hardywood Mama's Mean Cobbler. It's it's getting to be that time of year, and facts. uh, So, which is crazy to think, but uh, over the weekend I tried a Pappy's. Pumpkin pie, which was not bad, but not obviously not up your alley. Mm. Um, now, I did look this up since we did bring it up. Mm-hmm. There are two beers. Mm. The Great Pumpkin by Elysian Brewing. Mm. And then there's something. It's it's the Great Pumpkin Imperial Ale by Blockhead Beer Works. Mm. Um, it, here's the funny. Uh, clearly, um, Blockhead Beer Works is not in the U.S. because... For a bottle of that stuff, it's 350 pounds. Holy Toledo. God dang. So. Expensive. F-O-H. It's only 8%, so I'm like going, for 350 pounds, it better be uh, oh, no, dude, that's, something amazing. That or it's a got to be a damn barrel. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm paying three, I don't even know what the, I, I don't know what that equates to in dollars without looking up a conversion, but I know it's, it's at least very expensive. It'd be like a six or a half barrel. Like I mean, that, like that better. Like I better be getting a pony keg out of it. Although I wouldn't want it because you know I don't like pumpkin beer anyway. But so I would. I'd be drain pouring a keg. That's a bad. That that's that that's that, bad. That's form. bad form. That's bad form. No, that's bad form. So I would. I would not buy it. I would much rather. There's a lot of things I would rather do with you know three hundred bucks ish. Three to four hundred dollars, whatever the conversion rate is for pounds these days. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> dude, you can get you some good liquor for that. Hell buddy. yeah, I'd rather have a bottle of Pappy something or other. Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a or true a story. Good blends or something. Something, yeah. So, all right. Well, we have, we have a lot to clean up. So let's uh, let's circle back and let's clean up this World Series stuff. Uh, a tip of the cap to Dusty Baker, by the way, going off into retirement. Um, I'm glad he, you know, got that World Series ring with the Astros. I mean, I, I'm not an Astros fan. They obviously had the scandal, you know, and and we certainly covered a lot of that territory to podcast what was going on. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, a hell of a career, by the way. Uh, 26 years as a manager, 19 as a player. Um, that That's a baseball lifer, you know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, enjoy retirement. And I'm sure he will, as soon as he's Hall of Fame eligible, I would imagine he'll he'll get in there. So, um, weird fun factoid. Weird fun factoid. Rangers Astros, uh, <laughs> the home team lost every game in that series. <laughs> Isn't that like the 2019 World Series with the Nationals and uh, the Astros? Yeah, the, yeah, that sounds about right. It's just kind of odd. Each- road team won the world series game and like washington was the road team and that's uh-huh how they won yeah it, it just it's just bananas man just bananas 
So there's there's a couple of rando oddities out of this one. And again, I you know, I'm disappointed with the actual World Series. Not so much the team. The teams are fine. Uh, but I was really hoping for a more compelling World Series. But the Rangers were absolute road warriors. They went 11-0 and in road games this postseason, which is really incredible. Isn't that a record? That's got to be a record. Uh, yes, it? it is. But even what I thought was really great, and I don't, I don't know if I have the post that shows who came up with this. I might, let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, here we go. There was one tweet, and it said the the Rangers playoff opponents literally spelled out why they won the World Series. All right, so think about it. They beat the Rays, R, the Orioles, O, the Astros, A, the Diamondbacks, D, Road. <laughs> that is like the oddest factoid I think I've ever heard when it comes to baseball. Yeah. I, I mean... <laughs> You can't make this shit up, right? No, right. No, I mean, it, it, that's incredible. That's incredible. I mean, if they did that to the Road Warriors theme song mm-hmm. when they came into WWF, that would be awesome. It would be old water rush. That's funny. But seriously. Oh, wait, or... Now that's a rewind. Hold on. Road Warriors theme song. Shannon, this is just for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow <coughs> that is vintage that feels like this should be video game music you know that right oh it totally is it, it's, it's totally like 80s night early 90s like music i mean as a kid how many times would we pop the minute we heard that oh dude every single time dude you heard Oh Water Rush. Yeah. Legion of Doom, Road Warriors, whatever you want to call it. This is just picked up. You know who I loved back in the day, man? Rowdy Rowdy Piper, bro. <laughs> One of the greatest. How? When did he pass away? The 2010s. It's been a while. Like 2013 or 15, somewhere. Yeah. Oh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, baby. Great day. He, he was feisty, though. Yeah. I, well, that was part of the so fun. Feisty. That was part of the fun. But anyway, Rays, Orioles, Astros, Diamondbacks, Road. thought that was incredible. Um, <laughs> so, I, I don't know, man. Again, kudos to the Rangers. I think it's fascinating that, that uh, Corey Seager, I mean, he's in <laughs> – it's funny. You hear people talk about him, right, and like his regular season production, and you go, eh. But – that guy is on like a couple of really incredible lists, right? So he's one of only two two-time World Series MVP position players, right? Mm-hmm. And when you talk about two-time World Series MVPs, there's only four. Sandy Koufax, mm-hmm. Bob Gibson, and Reggie Jackson, Reggie right? Jackson, and now Corey Seager. I mean, that is an incredible list to be That's on. That's a very incredible <laughs> that, that list. That is an incredible list to be on, dude. Holy cow, dude. <laughs> well, and you think about how long it's taken for something like that yeah. to happen again, considering so, Reggie was back in the 70s. Yeah, a, a long time, man. 
Well, what was the other? It was the Dodgers right there in the COVID year. Oh, he was the MVP. Oh, and and he's the only player in MLB MLB history to win one in the AL and the NL. <laughs> I mean, it, you know that's hey, but you know what? What? He's no Will Smith. That oh yeah, I had an article pulled up for Will Smith. That is crazy, by the way. That uh, is insane. Rangers reliever Will Smith. All right. So he he's he he became the first MLB player to win three consecutive World Series titles with three different teams. So he was with the Braves mm-hmm. in twenty twenty one. He got traded to the Astros. So he won another, you know, World Series in twenty twenty two. And then he signed with the Rangers as a free agent. So third, you know what I'm like. That I'm is just incredible. Saying, like if he, whoever he signs with next year, you might want to put a uh, futures bet on uh, a World Series championship. Maybe, maybe. Uh, you know, given the odds that the Rangers, I think the Rangers had like the. Oh man, uh, it was oh, some, and, and their their odds to win the World Series like were it was ridiculously. Oh, someone made some money. Someone had to make some money on that. They had, yo, here you go. They had the longest, here it is. I think I had it somewhere in my history. The Rangers had the longest World Series odds. There you go. They were plus 5,000 to win the World Series before the season started. So the <laughs> the 2003 Marlins were the last thing to win a title with preseason odds that low. They were plus 7,500. Yeah. So, yeah. Dang. And, and Rangers fans that threw some money down on that were celebrating and screaming so hard at that that victory. They probably sounded like Rob Manfred when he was trying to present that trophy. <laughs> he sounded terrible, by the way. <laughs> oh, My dude. Rob, Rob Manfred deserves this. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, my God. Are you going to do the Taylor Goat version? No, no, no. Rob Manfred totally gets, oh, I have to have this save somewhere reasonably close by. It's got to be because his voice was breaking in that oh, post game. breaking free? Oh, no, that's not where I'm going. That's oh, not where I'm going. Shit. No, no. Rob Manfred totally went Carl Lewis. And the Rockets. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. He sounded terrible, dude. That guy that guy was having a good old time. <laughs> oh. Memories oh. hitting puberty. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Uh I do feel bad for Thomas though. Um but, uh, uh Diamondback center fielder. I cannot believe he couldn't bring that. He couldn't bring that in, man. He went right over that thing. That was just brutal. That was so brutal. Oh my god. Let's see if I have like a little Oh, here you go. Let's let's see what happens if I play this for uh Manfred. Let's see. Hold on. Be decent. No, don't be silent. What the hell? Twitter or X. 63 years is a long time to wait. But the Texas Rangers are World Series champions. It's my distinct pleasure to present the commissioner's trophy to Ray Davis, Neil Liebman, and Chris Young. 
63 uh -oh. years is a long time to wait. Uh-oh. But the Texas Rangers are... He sounded so rough, dude. Oh, boy. That dude's getting booed out of the building. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Fuck this guy. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, fun factoid, by the way, as the... Uh, as the Raiders are cleaning house after getting handled by the Lions, thank the football survival death pool gods for not taking me out. <laughs> Same. Because I switched from the Chargers to the Lions. I was like, ah, Lions aren't going to lose to the Raiders. And, man, they tried, dude. They, they they matriculated the ball down the field, and they kept having stupid problems. They really mm -hmm. should have scored about 50 points in that damn game. My God. But the, the Raiders cleared house, dude. Uh, McDaniels fired their GM fired some other body else fired. <coughs> he benched. Yeah, uh, Jimmy G getting bit. I like how they they wish Jimmy Garoppolo a happy birthday, like on their their socials, like the day after they benched his ass. Happy birthday, <laughs> fucker! Ha Have a seat. We benched you, but happy birthday, Jimmy G. No, <laughs> <laughs> finding a find, find a porn star on the Vegas Strip, bro. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Tinder, I hardly even know her. Um, <laughs> Vegas shouldn't be too hard. No, right. Um, but it, uh, what what I think is fantastic is that the Raiders are actually favored against the New York Football Giants this coming weekend. <laughs> doesn't take much. The, no, well, that's no, what she said. that that that's that's a that's a game. You probably don't want to. If you are betting on that game, you are a true degenerate. You need help. <laughs> you, you well, need... I mean, is Daniel Jones or Tyrod Taylor even cleared to play? Who? Uh, who? Exactly. They drafted who? They, they draft. They drafted who? <laughs> I think the Giants actually let Tommy DeVito actually throw a pass. <laughs> Uh, isn't that a, isn't that a perfect name, Devito? Isn't that a perfect name for a damn giant is that, is quarterback? Is that Dave Devito's nephew? I mean, what's going That's on? That's funny. Well, he's a former Syracuse quarterback who transferred once Schrader started. So I don't know. I can't remember where he went. But that's all right. <laughs> I just well, felt bad for the kid. Some I, when I got home from North Carolina, <laughs> I started watching that game, and I was he didn't like, go to Stanford. He went to Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> it was just it was just like really always just like saquon 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 i get that mm -hmm. then it was just check down charlie it's like they didn't let the dude even try anything and then of course that debacle in overtime i just kind of shook my head like, i mean poor if, bastard if the clock operator didn't have a i don't know how the jets got that with one second because that looked like that clock should have gone out i i i watched the replay of that and i'm going that was a very long second hey sometimes we get a little bonus man it's okay hey remember the clock you see on tv isn't necessarily accurate well, that's what she said <laughs> now there are the refs but that's just, you know. <laughs> hey look like, you know what look look bro. look look 24 first down 24 punts that's the game you get ugly. Okay, that was an ugly and, and no, that was a fugly game. And Gano missed fugly. Gano missed two field goals. Look, it was fourth and one. All right, thirty-five yard, thirty-five yard field goal, and they couldn't they couldn't get that done. 
you know, I, I'm not saying they should have gone for it on fourth and one, but it was at least justifiable, right? I mean, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> <laughs> how do you fuck that up? <clears throat> how do you fuck that up? oh my god and oh you know what special dedication special dedication for uh josh mcdaniels here we gotta do it we gotta do it hold on god damn you got to be a stupid motherfucker to get fired on your day off (laughs) accurate (laughs) <laughs> well that the, he's never gonna be a head coach again man Nah, he's done that, that, he's done that, you're you're in a was, your offensive coordinator and that's it he was nine and six less. he was nine and 16 in vegas 11 and 17 in denver so 20 and 33 overall and he has been fired twice in season time to go the way of north turner yeah yeah look look and people forget, it's really easy to forget that that year that the Raiders went through all that crap with Gruden, um, with Ruggs, that Basaccia kept that team together. They made the playoffs, and they were close to beating the Bengals, who went on, you know, this is a wild card game. Bowl, right? and, yeah, the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl that year. How that man did not get – we were pissed about that. They I did, remember that. They did him wrong. We they like, did him dirty. How the hell do you not give this guy the, the head coaching Yeah, job? because because I think we, we paralleled uh, Harbaugh and the Ravens where, like, he was a special teams guy. And that's okay. But the thing that was important was that that team – he kept that team together through just an insane amount of turmoil. He did. You know, and I, I think I think and I'm not saying they had to pay him ten years, a hundred million dollars, but they could have at least given him, you know, like a, a three year three year contract, which is really right. like about the next year. I mean, they could have, and they didn't. <clears throat> and I think um, not doing that really came back to bite him in the ass. So, you know, look, yeah, rookie eight as Aiden O'Connell is going to be starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's just a mess. So a couple of my favorite things from the football week. Number one, I got to tell you, I love seeing the Seahawks and the throwbacks. That was great. Mm. Love that. And I know, Randy, you're not ever going to be like, well, that's great. I, I get it. It's Seattle. You hate them. I, I understand. Fuck that's <laughs> accurate. But it was great to see the throwback uniforms. That was fantastic. Clean, classic, awesome. They got a, they got a double in the Browns. Uh, 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 a comeback victory at the end. And they do lead the NFC West. At five and two, Cowboys beat the ever living crap out of the Rams. That was bananas. Uh, pick sixes, block punts, safeties off a of block punt. CD Lamb blown up. That was bananas. But uh, I don't know. Dallas is weird. It feels like they blow people out or they suck. They don't have a whole bunch of middle ground. It's very weird. The I like t- the Dolphins. Yeah, kind of like the Dolphins. Uh, Titans and Will Levis's debut. Obviously, we watched, we talked about Thursday night football earlier tonight. But Levis, man, four touchdowns versus the Falcons. Uh, keep in mind that the Titans had three passing touchdowns in their first six games. <laughs> and the Titans, they won that game against the Falcons 28-3. to That was the first time they had scored at least 28 points in the last 28 games. Good Lord. That's a long time, baby. 
That and DeAndre Hopkins lives, they a, go lives again. Did they go what? Stained. Been stained. a while. It, it, oh, this is true. It had indeed been a while. Uh, fun factoid. <coughs> NFL quarterbacks with four touchdown passes in their NFL debut. Anybody want to guess? We know Levis is one of them. How many? There are three. Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Shiggles, I'll say Mahomes. Nope. Nope. One is old school. One is recent. And then, obviously, Levis. Fran Tarkenton? Fran, an excellent. Fran Tarkenton is one of them. Holy yep. shit. Nice well, job. Damn. At least that, that blows my old school player out of the water. So, nope. okay, that works. <clears throat> yep. I was going to say Dan Marino, but, you know. Mm-mm. Uh, let's see. Recent, 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 recent. Yeah, uh, I'll give you the year. Okay. 2015. I'll give you the team. Okay. The Titans. No, not Will Levis. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Mariota. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. 2015, Marcus Mariato. That long since he's been on the top. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't even feel like it's been that long. To be perfect. No, it, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. So look, I don't, Will Will Levis is out there throwing down whole unpeeled bananas, mixing mayonnaise in with his coffee, dropping bombs all over the Falcons. I, you know what? I, right now, uh, look, we we tried to get the Haloti Nada Case Race Challenge going. It never happened. But I absolutely think we need a flex off with Will Levis and that dude from the Rangers, Adolis Garcia. Oh yeah, those two dudes. <laughs> Mayonnaise coffee fueled flex off. Let's go. <laughs> also, well, uh, also uh, Ta- uh, Taylor Adolis is uh, Adolis injured. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was. So I mean, the fact that the Rangers pulled that off and he wasn't even in the lineup for the last two games. I mean, that's look that, that, that makes this championship even more impressive. Yeah. Also, I will say one of my favorite uh, memes that I, or posts that I saw this week was the one where it was uh, like, here's Nick Cannon taking his kids trick or treating. It was like Rocky. Bro. It was Rocky <laughs> running with a whole army of kids. That was great. That was great, by the way. That was hilarious. Love that. That was but, amazing. That was that was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. Also of the Oilers throwbacks. Those are great. Oh, that was beautiful. Those are great. Uh, there was some college team that the NFL was given business to because they had, it was a Houston. I don't, it was, I don't know. I don't remember who it was. I don't know if I have that story pulled up, but the NFL was basically not happy with them. They had, they had Oilers almost kind of look like, I guess it was because of the love you blue and, and the, the shade of blue that they used. Um, and their helmet style, but yeah, NFL is like, nope, can't do that. It's like, what, man? Come on, Boo-hoo. party! It's a college team, dude. Get get the hell over yourselves, man. Yeah, fuck off. Like, party poopers. Party All right, poopers. So, all right, you owed us the story. We were supposed to talk about Denver and the Chiefs, and you owed us a story about them. Yes. So, so the last time, oh, hold on. Denver beat. Here, let Go me ahead. let me give you the setup here because we got to remember now. First of all, credit to Denver for beating Kansas City. We know it was Mahomes' flu game. He was clearly under the weather there, uh, underperformed. 
Mahomes had never lost to a divisional opponent on the road in his career. He was 16-0. He was 12-0 versus Denver. And the Chiefs had a 16-game winning streak versus the Broncos. Okay? That is bananas. And Mahomes had zero touchdowns for only the second time in his 88 games as a starter. Bananas. But again, he had never lost to a divisional opponent on the road in his career. With that being said, Shannon, I know you did a rewind on Denver and Kansas City. So I thought it would be fun to revisit the last time we did a podcast. Mm -hmm. The last time Denver beat Kansas City. Oh, my. And that was September of 2015, week two of the NFL season. It was literally the first week we did a podcast because you had gotten a lot of children sickness and you were not feeling great. Mm. Uh, you were down, down with the sickness. Oh, nice. Um, well, Logan would have been one and Chloe hadn't been born yet. Right. <laughs> but you know, you were still working in the school and the children were giving you the shit. The itis. You were yeah. like, these fuckers are getting me sick and this and that. <laughs> and um, so you guys can probably guess who the quarterback was. 2015. No, Alex Smith. And Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. Head coach. Oh. I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. Gary Kubiak. Mm. So the game was, is the Chiefs had a chance to kind of melt it away, but Charles, Jamal Charles had a fumble late in the game. Lord. Denver got a late score to win the game. And me having a few cocktails at that point in time was like, oh, Jamal Charles has a couple of sponsors at that point in time. It's either Trojan condoms or Butterfinger. <laughs> nice. And Justin chimes in and says, well, it's probably Trojan condoms because the Chiefs fans feel like they got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And, uh, it was a Thursday night game of oh, all man. things. How about that? Good old Thursday night games, man. Uh, so uh, American classic. Complaining about Thursday night games for about almost a decade now. Yeah, that sounds about uh, accurate. But yeah, I, I, I was <laughs> just listening to that podcast just for shiggles, just to, you know, because it had been a while uh, since they had beaten them. So I was like, oh, I wonder what that podcast sounded I like. I wonder. So, Went and listened to about the first half hour or so of the podcast. Let me, let me see. If I just do 2015 Trojan. Nope. Dude, it was, it, it took me a few, like, more, more, more. It took me about 10 more, like, scrolls on the, on the, um. Oh, yeah. You, you gotta go. You gotta go Oh, it was a bunch, that. dude. It was like. Yeah. That's. <laughs> 2020 that's a lot of episodes ago. that's a lot of episodes ago bro 2021 it like it just it just <laughs> kept hitting the button for more 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 to get yeah. back to where i mean that's literally like our third third 
third or fourth year. I can't remember at this point. But that was a lot of scrolling just to go back and kind of listen to that, that first little bit. But, I mean, all five of us were on the podcast oh, wow. that night. Oh, man. That's oh, a crew. It was, it was such a fun recall. It, it, it literally was. Oh. I, I just, it was so much fun. Good. Well, I'm glad it was, you... it was a lot of fun to listen to. And, uh, uh, the salute clock actually took place like in the first, like segment, which was kind of funny. Cause like, we always wait till the second segment now. And mm-hmm. not you're that... like, Oh, by the way, I'm drinking this and this. And <laughs> we're like, Oh, well we're drinking this and this. And we're drinking everything. I, I still re- always remember that picture we took that, that <sighs> night we were here, and it was like apple pie moonshine, <laughs> liquor, beer, liquor, beer, liquor, 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 <laughs> mixed drink. It was crazy. It was, it was an crazy. impressive picture. It was yeah. an impressive lineup. It was a very impressive lineup. Well, that's that's um, also when we I'm used not to... not sure we were feeling that impressive afterward. No, but, but that was that also was when we, were, we would start recording at like, I don't know, like 8 o'clock? Yes. It, I mean, it was a whole different ball game, man. And we would get saucy. Oof. You you'd take a nap on the sofa. Oh yeah, it was it was great, man. That's a rewind. Blue and Muffin would be out playing. Mm-hmm. I mean And one of them would disappear and run off. We'd have to yell randomly at midnight <laughs> for one of the dogs to come back. Yeah. I'm sure the neighbors <laughs> Or in, send the yeah. other one to go get them. Yeah. <laughs> in between in between Sarah being like Y'all are so loud. <laughs> and then the dogs running away. The neighbors are probably like, oh, "Y'all are so loud." <laughs> Good win. Good win. That's pretty funny. That's a nice rewind. It, it was fun. Yeah, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, just just a reminder that we've been doing this for a while. It's but been a minute. That, that's fr- that's freaking cool that we're still doing it. So. Yeah, uh, I'd have to go. I'd, I'd have to double check the date in our first like published like where we actually legit shared it and weren't just screwing around um the first actual published one but it's uh that that's a rewind that's a rewind yep but jamal charles like fumbling like they could have knelt down and the clock would have run out yeah but jamal charles like fumbled someone picked it up ran it back so it's the crystal ball method yeah and then like Peyton, I guess, got them down into range to win the game or whatever. I don't, I don't recall all that, but yeah, it's okay. All right, so all right, l- let's uh, let's tighten up a couple of things as we're gonna rapidly hit two o'clock, and I told myself uh, wasn't gonna go much past two. So yeah, we get ourselves in trouble in this podcast because we what? we get off topic, off tangent, and the next thing it was three o'clock in the morning. So. Um, I did want to say, look, we it's been a good couple of weeks. It has been a little busy. We had some trunk or treats. We had Halloween trick or treating. Kids had a great time. We actually did. We were one of the vehicles at a trunk or treat. We were Chick Fil A themed. <laughs> this is a true story, by the way. We had a, we had a great time with it. We actually asked one of the local uh, Chick Fil A's. We told them what we were doing, and they gave us like um, two hundred gift cards. Nice. Uh, so we 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 had a uh, Sarah set up an iPad and the kids would come up and spin a wheel and they could either um, they'd either win candy or or win a gift card. So I let them pick one out of the bag. Uh, it was great, man. So uh, we had a good time with that. Doing the trunk or treat that was a lot of fun. Kids had a lot of fun, 
and then they did another trunk or treat, and then we did regular Halloween. We so we did a ton. They had a, 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 they got good use out of their costumes. Chloe was Wednesday; she loved it. Uh, and Logan had an inflatable dinosaur, so we had a good time. Uh, though I bring up Halloween though, because uh, I was chit chatting with Whitfield, and I found out that this guy, this guy, he was supposed to show up tonight because I told him I wanted to, I wanted him to tell this story. But since he didn't, I'm going to tell it for him, right? So I don't have a problem with people being frugal, penny pension. But, man, let me tell you what. If you're so cheap that you save candy from last Halloween for this Halloween, come on, bro. Don't be mixing in that still candy with the fresh candy. What the fuck, No, dude? man. Seriously? Get the fuck out of here with that shit. See, you can't do that. So I'm telling you. That's, no. That's no bueno. What kind of cheap-ass shit is that? No. You cannot. That is that. that no. No. Your house no. deserves to get egged for that shit. Right. Like I mean, what? DSTAT's going to come down from DC, take the train, get it over, and then get <laughs> back on the bus, go to the train, and go back up to DC. Uh, yeah, not man. The, not the shit in the front yard. Let's just uh, <laughs> feed a bunch of chili so he's got the diarrhea spray all over the um, oh, house. Oh wow! There you go. I'm just Bro. saying. Look, candy's not that expensive. You don't need to save candy from one year to the come next. Come on, man. Come on, come on, man. That how? How? No, I, I thought it was gonna be a better part of that song. <laughs> I mean, shit. Spent five dollars getting the bag of Tootsie Rolls. I mean, damn. There you go. I told uh, Whit- I told Whitfield he was gonna be that punk ass old man handing up Mary Janes and those. Stupid damn strawberry wrapped candies. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, come on, bro. You can't do that, man. You can't do that. Get some fresh candy. <laughs> How I mean what are we doing? We're living in America, dude. Get some fresh candy. Okay? Come on, man. No year old candy. Candy goes back. It's stale. You can't so, can't uh Hey, Justin, I mixed it in with the new candy. Bro. Bro, throw it out. Come on, dog. (laughs) Throw it away, dude. (laughs) Get rid of that. So, here's the thing. like Straight trash, homie. For the older kids, (laughs) I get the big bars, right? (laughs) And for the younger kids, I get, like, the small candy. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, every time the younger kids would come up first, I give them the little candy, and the older kids would come up and be like, I get the big bars for you guys. They're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they were thankful for that. Like, thank you for giving me the the good stuff. Like, a, you know, two two Reese cups yeah, yeah, or yeah, a yeah. full-size Hershey yeah. or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the big kids would like the big kid candy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that. that's how you win Halloween. Like, you don't win Halloween with year-old candy. Look. <laughs> Throw it away, bro. Throw it away. Like, <laughs> donate it. Like, there's lots of places yes. to donate extra Halloween candy in or November eat it. in December. Like, Something. Come on, dude. Come on, man. Come on, come, Whitfield. Come on. Come on, bro. Year old candy. Uh, for fuck's sake. Fucking. Thank f- you, Randy. Fucking. Cucking. Fucking Phil. Fucking. <laughs> 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 I'll make a 
Something's always cooking at the. What, what, oh what, God. What, uh oh. What was that? The clucking chicken on SNL they did. Yeah, big clucking chicken. Look, Whitfield. Whitfield. We like trashy women, not trashy Halloween. Come on, bro. That's right. <laughs> Come on, Whitfield. I saved candy for a year and give it to the kids right outside. No, fucker. Get some fresh candy. What a fucking racket. We all know the best MC. It's M to the B. It's M to the B. It's fresh candy. M to the B. It's M to the B. It's M to the B. Bang. Yeah, bang. Bang. Get some fresh candy, you cheapskate. What the hell? Gross. What the fuck was that? By yeah. The way? I don't know what that was. That's okay. You're not familiar with M to the B? No. That's okay. Don't don't my, my kids haven't told me about B, that yet. It's yet. Yeah, it's so. to the B, it's M 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 to the B, the, the Beatles drop a new song today, and it might as well be about Whitfield's candy. Now and then? Come on, man. Like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Actually, I really do like this song, by the way. Have y'all listened to it yet? I, I heard about it's it. Good. I have not listened it's to good. it. It's good. So There's a documentary. There's all kinds of stuff. If you don't mind. And I I don't want to pollute the fact that I like this song. I shouldn't have even referenced it in the middle of Whitfield's garbage candy dump cheapskate buy some fresh candy jerk seriously 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 that you know leave now yeah just fresh candy bro every <laughs> fresh candy dude let the old you gotta let it go bro you gotta let the old candy go right let it go whitfield did not understand the assignment Dance, how you killed this i understood the assignment at least she did seriously fucking whitfield I mean, what he went he went was it less needed with the Rams f them kids Fuck em. <laughs> you get some old candy here break your tooth <laughs> you can look like me break your teeth off some old stale ass candy <laughs> Fuck <'em. laughs> Whitfield, your teeth look bad the kids look, teeth don't need to look bad come on now. <laughs> oh, oh my teeth look bad too so I well, you know, why I don't. I don't know. Train why wreck. Why try, train, train wreck. Oh, good lord, dude! Talk oh. about a old pole. Damn. Oh. You're welcome. Shannon's over here going full, full Kevin Bloody Wilson. Do I look like I give a fuck, Billy Gap? <laughs> well, that's how Whitfield felt about giving out stale ass old candy. Yeah, well, that's why he's on the BSE. Oh, by the by the way, by the way, I I do I, I do want to say thank you uh, to Whitfield. Uh, if you guys ever want to feel like Andre the Giant drinking beer, uh, get the Coronitas. <laughs> There's these tiny little bottles, dude. You feel like you feel like you're massive. <laughs> it's very funny. So, although I did discover that you can pour two Coronitas in a regular Corona bottle, and you get um, there's just one little sip left in the second Coronita. So, very good. So, Whitfield, thank you for the beer. That counts as my trick or treat, clearly. So, Literally. yeah. Uh, also, um, <laughs> always get fresh candy. Oh, when we did our trunk or treat, by the way, we, we went through two gigantic bags of Costco candy. And we went through all the gift cards from 
Chick Fil A. It was bananas. That's Holy damn impressive. Shit. Where'd yeah. you guys go? Uh, their elementary school. It was insane. Holy balls! It was. Dude. We were there for like two hours. It was a two-hour trunk or treat, man. It was nuts. I was. No wonder gassed. your ass is tired. Yes, I was tired. Um. Anyway, real quick, I, I do want a, a topic jump. Uh, the 76ers traded James, quote, I'm the system, end quote, Harden to the L.A. Clippers. Um, look, bro, now Tom Brady, that guy was the system. Peyton Manning, that guy was the system, right? Your ass, you are not the system. You're the problem. <laughs> Your ass is the problem. <clears throat> There's a reason they happily traded you away. Dude. Yeah, it, well. Well, they wouldn't let him on a flight. I mean, like that, the, that was the, done. The that strip done. club owners in Philadelphia are now sad that yeah. you're gone. He's the system still. at a strip club. That's true. That's what James Harden is. I'm the system. He's the ATM at the strip you're club. You're the ATM at yeah. the strip club. Uh, look, bro. the Clippers are a veteran team. But look, I, I got to ask. All right. You got Harden and Paul George. So unless two playoff negatives make a positive, this is a dumpster fire. Bro, so one of my favorite comics right now, Brad Williams, who, mm-hmm. if y'all have never seen or heard him, he's not familiar a with dwarf. him. He's fucking great. I love him. He is fucking hilarious. He he literally is a dwarf, and he said he had a picture of the four guys. And he said you're 2014 NBA champions. And it was the current uh, Clippers team. That's funny. <laughs> which was phenomenal. It was um, Dude. George, Harden, uh, Kawhi, and I forget who the fourth guy was. But, like, <clears throat> it, was su- it was such a great pull by Brad. And if you ever, like, want to find some hilarious shit, Brad Williams. I'm going to have to look him up. Oh, dude, he's hilarious. Bro, three of the top six active scores without a championship ring are now on the Clippers. Paul George, Westbrook, and Harden. Westbrook's the other one, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's a, he's a he's a system of selfishness. Seriously. And you know, and it's weird because like if if you just if you could just if Harden would just give you like, and it's weird because like, part of last year with the 76ers, he played within the system and he was willing to dish out assists and do this other stuff. And he was productive and he was good. He was. He can was play good. He can play that way. But it's clear he doesn't want to. And uh, by the time he was throwing, you know, Daryl Morey under the bus and all that nonsense, you knew it was going to hell. But, I mean, bro. What's your leg? I mean, I guess maybe he doesn't care about his legacy. Maybe- Here's the thing. At the end of the day, who won that trade? Well, the 76ers won in the extent that they got rid of somebody that they that, were, that wasn't going to play for him yeah. anyway. So they won that. But I guess realistically, Harden won in the sense that, you know, he's forced his way onto another team again. And maybe he thinks he's going to get paid again. I, you know, it would, it would take a sports miracle for that team to keep it together and put it together and stay there the whole year. And I would say right now that a lot of fans will 100% root for y'all to suck ass 
And they might say, you know what, be good in the regular season, get to the playoffs, and then have a complete meltdown in the playoffs and just get bounced. And I like I like Kawhi Leonard. I don't have any grievance with him. I'd love it if he could stay healthy. And I don't have any grievance with Paul George. I just think he's a little I just think he's a little overrated. But he's a good player. Right? Because he is. And James Harden is fascinating as his skill set and I mean he, there's there's components of of who he is and as a basketball player that are just tremendous and fascinating, but the baggage that you get with him at this point of his career is incredible, mm-hmm. and it's a shame because his legacy is going to shift, and people are going to th- remember that they're going to think that he was a, a selfish prick and he didn't win and he sucked in the playoffs. Well, and then there's Russell Westbrook, who's not going to give anybody the ball anyway. So yeah, you can you can give Russell Westbrook grief, but that that guy that guy tries his ass off. Oh, he, he produces, does. but yeah. it's just like he gets his numbers, and that's usually about it. Yeah. Can I ask you guys an honest question here? No. Does it <laughs> feel like the NBA forced the Sixers to actually make that trade? <clears throat> I hadn't thought about it that way. I mean, it's because they possible. because from the season starting till now, it mm-hmm. felt like the Sixers didn't want to make that trade. For me, it felt like the NBA said, "Y'all need to make this trade happen. This is what you need to do." Uh, it almost feels like the NBA, without doing it, air quotes, without doing it, made it happen mm-hmm. because. Philly realistically didn't want to make the trade. They never did. Uh, because they would have liked to have had him on this year's team to help get, because they were pretty close last year. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Finals, I mean, Harden nuked that blah, blah, blah. on his, Harden nuked that of his own accord. I mean, we can talk about all ifs and buts and candy and nuts. I mean, Harden was throwing the front office under the bus. I mean, he wanted he out. He, he was, was. going to force his way out. So, did did the NBA help him facilitate a trade? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you got a bunch of flotsam and jetsam going back and forth. Um, but the 76ers move him out, and I think you just take that as a win. I mean, he wanted out. He's out. He's out. So, I, I don't know that much of anything comes of that. But uh, good luck in L.A., I suppose. Mm-hmm. Also, by the way, I do want to say um, the Bills did beat the Bucks, but I tell you, if if any Bucks player had actually bothered to look for that hail mary throw from Baker Mayfield, Bruh. the the Bills Seriously. the Bills didn't win that one comfortably. That's for sure. And uh, this is is one of the things I meant to get to, and and quite frankly, we're going to run out of time because we already hit two. Um, so a couple rapid fire things. Number one. I want to say thank you to UVA <laughs> because the other week we were in Charlottesville hanging out with Sarah's parents and I was watching the, the Colorado game and then I went downstairs or actually, excuse me, I think it was, maybe it was the Duke game. I think I was watching Duke, Florida State. That's what I was watching. Um, and I went downstairs and UVA was, was up on the Tar Heels. I was like, what is going on? And so we enjoyed that UVA win in Charlottesville. <laughs> that was great nice. watching them beat the Tar Heels. Uh, so it, look, uh, look, I'm a Duke fan. So anytime UNC takes it in the chin, I usually end up being pretty happy. And as far as I'm concerned for the way they, they ended coach K's career, 
Um, I will gladly take anybody sticking. Uh, remember that fan cycle we were talking about? UNC mm-hmm. football is on that cycle. We believe in you. We have hope. Oh, look, Mac Brown. We got a good quarterback, Drake May. Oh, you lose to UVA. <laughs> and then they followed that up. Who did they lose to the next week? Was it Wake Forest? They lost to somebody that they shouldn't have lost to the, the second week uh, or the week after. But anyway, hilarious and awful. Uh, that's a mess. That's a mess. Oh, all right. So we covered we covered Harden. We got that. We got Whitfield being cheap about candy. Uh, rest in peace to Richard Roundtree. That was Shaft. By, by the way, just just for shiggles, uh-huh. while you're going through this, this is to help you uh, get to what you need to get to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. see? I know this weekend Sunday night football is Bills Bengals, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Should be a good game. But NBC did not flex out of next weekend's game. What's next week? The Jets at the Raiders. Ooh, gross. Which is just god-awful, right? Nobody's watching that. It's going to have lower rate. Actually, it's probably going to beat the World Series ratings. It probably will, it probably but will. It's, it's just god-awful, right? Mm-hmm. I look. I, I was just like... There's some good games next Let week. Let me look at the following week. Mm-hmm. The following week is the Vikings at the Broncos. Oh. So, no Kirk Cousins at the Russell Wilson Broncos, well. which is a barf-tacular offering so we got this week's what was it bears and chargers which Mm -hmm. was not exactly great then you get a good you know sexy matchup this week and then you got another couple bars in the in the making like Mm -hmm. what the hell nfl (laughs) like how do you not flex out of freaking jets raiders like i'm sorry but like I get New York and Vegas are great markets, but how do you not flex out of that game? We've definitely had some primetime games that have just been, what the fuck were you thinking? <clears throat> well, some of the other networks may, you know, may not be willing to give up other games on, you know, that day. I don't know. I, I would think they're trying to get out of that, but maybe not. Maybe not. That's pretty gross. All right, so we're not going to get to this. There's no way we're going to get to this because we need to. We need to uh, do a raise a glass, and um, oh, we got a couple of raise. Yeah, we got a couple of things to raise a glass to. So next week, hopefully, when we record, uh, I want to talk about NFL contenders, mm-hmm. pretenders, and BSBs. That is the butt suck brigade. The butt suck brigade. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'd forgotten about earlier in the podcast uh, nice. that I had last week. We need we need contenders, pretenders, and BSB, the butt suck brigade. Because I can funny. I can tell you, Washington butt suck brigade, mm. Green Bay butt suck brigade. You know what I mean? There's teams that are legit BSBs, and they're they're look they are full BH B, <laughs> butt hurt alert, full BHA, full butt suck express BSE. They're checking all the boxes. That is the butt suck brigade. They are that's the combination of BHA and BSE. They are BSB. Butt suck brigade. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so that we need to circle back to that. But we do need to raise a glass. We got a couple of them, undoubtedly. So uh, uh where did you want to go first, McGuffin? I mean, we got Bob Knight. Mm-hmm. Clearly. 
Clearly. Uh, and of course, uh, Matt Perry. Matthew oh, Perry. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, the, the sound bites for uh, Bob Knight are going to be just glorious. Well, they, they always are. I mean, he's got, he's got some fantastic ones. Yeah. Matthew Perry's weird. Um, yeah, that's a shame. I mean, obviously he had a long history with addiction and substance abuse. And I, you know, when somebody, when we were at Todd's, uh, birthday party and somebody said, cause Sarah was like, Oh, Matthew Perry died. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I got the notification. And when it said it was a hot tub, I'm like, yeah, he OD'd. You know, like that was my that was my initial reaction was that yep, drugs. Now I don't know that it was. I, I think the last time they mentioned the toxicology report is that it was deferred. Um, so we'll see how that comes back. But it's a terrible end. It's a terrible outcome. Uh, he definitely had some battles with addiction, and I think most people, unless you are like really young, you know. Uh, if, if you're within plus or minus 10 years of us, right? So if you're in your th early 30s up all the way through your, I'd say, mid-50s, right? I mean, Friends was like, that show was enormous. Yes. And some of it is a little bit dated. Some of it hasn't necessarily aged well. That's fine. But as a period piece for that time, that show was pretty incredible. Uh, Well-written, very funny certainly ridiculous in, in, in some moments, but Chandler Bing, Matthew Perry, uh, you know, there's a short list of all time, like characters and, you know, comedic kind of, I don't know, just, just comedy characters and just characters in general, sitcom characters. That's one of them. Like yeah. I can, I can tell you like, like Al Bundy's an all timer. Oh yeah. Uh, Chandler Bing's an all timer. Yeah. Um, and you know, I wasn't, uh, I was, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure we could like list off some other people that you go like, that is, that is an all time sitcom person. That's an all time comedy person. Right. And some of that's going to have some bias depending on your particular generation, but friends is still popular today. I mean, that, like that show is still significant and relevant today. I mean, my, my um, teenage kids both love it. Yeah, I mean, so, it, it, it's a fun I mean, show. It, it, it extends to their age yeah, at this it's, point. It, it's a fun show. So that's something that was 90s-ish through the early 2000s. I forget when it went off air. 2002, 2003? So, uh, 2003. Somewhere in that range. No, four, four. four. So, I mean, it, it had a pretty significant run. And, and, and I'm glad show. they did a reunion where they got all back together. And, and we watched that. And it's weird seeing, like you know joey being gray and old and fat it's very funny right because yeah. in your I'm head in your soul. in your head you sort of think of the character you sort of think of the actors and the characters kind of as they were and it, it look david schwimmer has aged well right and uh obviously uh Rachel, why can't I think of the act? Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, she's aged well. uh, tremendously, right? <laughs> yes. And, and some of them haven't, <laughs> not as well. Uh, but that's okay. Matt, Matthew Perry clearly aged pretty hard. But it's a terrible outcome. And, it, you know, it's always fascinating when somebody passes away and you have this cultural relevance and all that stuff. And you see a lot of outpouring. And, you know, he, he had a lot of rough stuff. And it's just, it's it's a shame and it's a sad outcome. I hope it wasn't an overdose, but that was my first reaction. But again, one of the all-time absolute, yeah. uh, one of the all-time sitcom characters, comedy characters. He's there. Uh, you know, we don't have to Mount Rushmore it, but 
he's that character that Matthew Perry and Chandler Bing are on the short list of all time characters period end of story and if you've never seen it do yourself a favor and watch the whole nine yards the sequel's okay that the sequel's fine too but the original whole nine yards is tremendous a fun movie tremendous there was that was a fun movie but there was also a fun uh factoid in there Mm -hmm. that matthew perry had a bet with bruce willis Mm -hmm. that that movie would be a hit and if it was a hit that bruce willis had to agree to appear on friends and it ended up being a hit and bruce Mm -hmm. willis he didn't want to but uh he did an appear? I think he did a three episode appearance Short on Friends, arc. where he yeah, 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 yeah. he took whatever he got paid and donated it to charity. Mm. But because Matthew Perry said believed that the whole nine yards would be a hit, and Bruce did not believe him, he said, "Okay, I'll I'll do it." But then he you know donated his uh, share to charity and of course we all know what's going on with bruce right now he's non-verbal oh that's that's uh so with awful. that stuff going on and you know it's just it was a nice story to kind of hear mm-hmm. but it's also awful because you know matthew's not here and bruce is not verbal at this point oh uh, yeah i mean bruce arguably isn't here either which i know it, it I'm, and i'm not saying it to be funny no, you're not. And it, you it's know, awful. That, that's an it's, awful. It's, that's an awful just, disease. It, it's just awful. And um, but it was a nice little hearing about that was a mm-hmm. nice nugget. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Yes. Yeah. Understanding the story behind it was a nice nugget. Yeah. No, that that's true. That's legit. That's legit. Also, a nice nugget, by the way. Uh, the Broncos trolling uh, Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs by playing Taylor Swift <laughs> after winning. That was glorious. That is that is the kind of petty that I love. By the way, <laughs> that's the kind of petty I love. Also, that, that, very- that's awesome that they played uh, Taylor's boyfriend. <laughs> that they mess with Taylor's boyfriend. That's <laughs> so. As the kids say nowadays. Yeah, it's so good, so good, so funny. Uh, side note: um, I was talking to, with a couple of students, just kind of BSing while I'm fixing computers and doing whatever, and uh, one of them was wearing some Taylor Swift stuff. And so it came up conversationally and I was asking about it. And they said that a really, one of the, co- one of the costumes that was happening a lot was you would have, you know, you'd have the pairing of the girls would dress up as Taylor Swift. And then it was a softball team. This was a, this particular student played uh, softball. And she said the coaches would all dress up as Travis Kelsey and all the girls would dress up as Taylor Swift. And I thought it was so funny. Um, because everybody wanted to make fun of the make fun of the costumes and and kind of run with it. I thought it was really kind of hilarious. Anyway, topic jump. It's very weird to me that Antonio Pierce, who I always think of a linebacker, obviously played with Washington, played with the Giants, is the new head coach of the Raiders. That's bananas. I hope he does well. He had a really good press conference. Sounded the part. We'll see what comes of that. That's pretty wild. For Halloween, we saw a lot of Taylor Swift, we saw a lot of Travis Kelsey, and we saw a lot of a lot of Barbie. And I mean, oh yeah, I mean a lot of Barbie, and of course that means there was a lot of Ken, but it was really much more Barbie than it was Ken. But a lot of the Ken costumes totally took me back to the '80s and the '90s. Shannon, I guarantee your Kentucky ass had a pair of jams somewhere, didn't you? (laughs) 
some jam shorts. You cannot tell me you didn't own Damn. a pair of jams. I still got some jams. <laughs> what you talking about? Uh, yeah. What you talking about, okay. Willis? What you What you talking about? <laughs> mm. I can hear Todd now. That's my jams. I know he has a pair. Yes, Todd. We know. You're you're <laughs> six eight, a buck fifty at this point. You yes. put on some weight. Yeah, I I tried He's to like I'm over two hundred now. Like, yeah, whatever, I dude. I tried to grab a meaty hold when I gave him the butt pat. I thought I'd be able to really grab that ass. There really wasn't. I mean, it was, you know, Todd, get fatter, would you? Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do some more squats, bitch. Do some more squats. Okay, all right, all right. We really do need to get out of here. We've run over time. Um, <laughs> Dustin's like it's two twenty. I, I gotta go to bed. So I need to go to sleep. I need I need to work in the morning. I got to be up in like three and a half hours. So, um, yay. <laughs> yay. Uh, also do want to say we, we need to do this. Uh, we have, we haven't quite gotten here, but if we don't do it now, I mean, God bless. Uh, we do need to raise a glass and drop the RIP obviously for Bob Knight, uh, oh, yeah. Bobby Knight passing away. Um, hell of a life, hell of a career, hell of a character. Look, there's some ugliness along the way. There's some warts. We can't pretend otherwise. Okay, but do keep in mind, last unbeaten college basketball team, Indiana. Yep. Three national championships, Olympic gold medal winning coach. So his legacy is multifaceted, multilayered, and certainly complicated, right? Because he's got some really awful things that, particularly from a modern perspective, you're like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> so he was a rascable, he was fiery. He was a prick, but he was an incredible coach, you know, and he accomplished a lot and it's a hell of a life. And Lord knows he didn't like the media. It made it very on one hand, his contentiousness with the media. It's fascinating that he eventually, you know, he essentially ultimately became a member of the media, which is really kind of funny. But there are no shortage of clips and interviews and sound bites and things with Bobby Knight that are just they're, they're just incredible and so we'll play a couple of them and I'll I'll do uh, the one that Shannon in particular was chomping at the bit for uh, I'll start out with uh, this one <laughs> this was the the halftime speech that was secretly recorded so you'll get part of this because we know that uh, Knight sure loved Purdue fiery dude <laughs> i don't know that you can get away with that today 
I mean, that's the no. same. That's the same thing we told Matt after we, he told us he was giving uh, one-year-old candy out to the kids. I mean, <laughs> that's about the same speech we, should, we gave to him. That's what killed Bobby Knight is Whitfield. It literally one-year-old one ass candy. Uh, look again. There's no shortage of great sound bites and clips and and this and that. One of our favorites. Uh, that was the one that Shannon wanted to play, but this this is probably my favorite. On Earth is gone, and my activities here are past. I want they bury me upside down, and my critics can kiss my. <laughs> In case you don't understand, he said ass. Yes, he did. He wants the critics to kiss his ass. Yeah, it, it, censorship. Let me answer that. You know that is an absolute crock of. You know, you people in the news media, all of you uh, dwell on some negative piece of like that. And I don't know how Steve feels about it, but it just. And you don't have to bleep one single word of this. You got to bleep half the words of that. That's not a truck backing up. That's just Bobby Knight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is phenomenal. True, true story. That's fun. All, all kidding aside, man. I, I, yeah, like that is not like I would not have, you know, my personal style. You know, I, I played some sports that with some coaches. I would not have enjoyed him. No, <laughs> like, man, I would that... not my style, dude. I the, I will say the one thing that you did post to the brew chat and mm -hmm. to um, uh, Lindy. Where he was talking about Jordan? Where he was talking about Jordan. And that was great. That was really freaking cool. I hadn't heard that one before. Yeah, yeah. that that was um, that was from 84. Mm -hmm. That's where they won the Olympics. And he's mm -hmm. just sitting there going, we're up 29 to half. What the hell do I say to Jordan, who almost had a triple-double in the first half? I mean that that one. Do some screens, Jordan. Will you screen? Everybody's screening you for you. Screen? How many? <laughs> you're doing everything else but screening, man. You've got a triple double. Why aren't you screening people? And it's he's sitting there like, what the hell do I say to Michael Jordan? And Jordan's like, Coach, I'm I'm screening so fast you're just not seeing it. And Bobby Knight, it's like, well, slow down on the screen so I can actually oh. see. That. I, I think I might I might be have this at the right part. Hold on. Didn't I see last week where you said I was the quickest player you'd ever been around? I said, Mike, what the hell has that got to do with you screening? Coach, I think I'm setting them quicker than you can see them out there. <laughs> well, I was flexible enough to look at Jordan and say, then God damn it, slow him down a little bit so I can see him. <laughs> I mean, he, you know, he was cantankerous, but he was funny. He was so funny. He was it, it's like both of them knew that the game was over. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And Bobby and I yeah. just looking for anything at this point to to keep the team fired up because yeah. you're up 29 at the half in the yeah. gold medal game. Yeah. And Jordan's just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm setting the screens too fast, coach. Like, yeah. you, you're just not seeing him. <laughs> Like I, I've got a triple double in like twelve minutes of play. Um, we're good, bro. We're good. And if they come back, I can take over the game. All facts. <laughs> just, just some all time like humor, like of 
a great coach and a great player. Like the player knows that the coach is trying to keep them guys fired up. And yep. the coach is like, what the fuck do I do? Like we're, we're smoking these dudes and he's done. He's almost got a fucking triple double and he's doing everything except screening. So let's just talk about screening. You know, it's like, <laughs> Hey, you're trying to find a way to keep the fires lit, man. Kick the tires, right? light the fires. <laughs> All right, look, I got this one other clip. I wanted to play this. Um, it kind of fits with the critics a little bit, but uh, definitely an older Bobby Knight. This was a conversation that ban- that, that ban- Dan Patrick had with uh, uh, Bobby Knight, but I like this particular clip. Well, I think that uh, I've always really enjoyed the fans, and, and uh, I, I always will. You know, the, on, on my dying day, I will think about how great the fans at Indiana were. And as far as the hierarchy at Indiana University at that time, I have absolutely no respect whatsoever for those people. And that in mind, I have no interest in ever going back to that university. Most of those people aren't, aren't, aren't all those people out of there, though, Coach? I hope they're all dead. Why well, don't <laughs> I hope they're all dead? So loving. You, I mean, God, savage, dude. Just straight up savage. Oh, he was such a killer. I mean, some of them are, but um, I don't know. I, I well, I, I hope the rest of them go. <laughs> It's still real to me, damn it. It really was. I mean. Oh, my God. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Not with any of the dead people from Indiana, you won't. (laughs) No, you won't. Wow. Damn. I mean, hopefully people can shake it off. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Well. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God! You owe me that one. And look, 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 look. Slow your roll. Settle it down. Give me a moment. You'll be all right. I think we've covered everything. I mean, did, did he? Was he not able to let it go? Oh was God. he not able to let his anger go? <laughs> oh shit! And shit! And shit! <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, he was because he did go back to Indiana. He did. He made good at the end. It all worked itself out. So, anyway, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it's time. Let's go. It's Do you time. think if he could turn back time, he would change anything? He, oh, I, I, I bet even Bobby Knight had fresh candy for Halloween. Thanks a lot, Whitfield. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Stale ass Mary Janes and crusty strawberry 
I mean, do you think those kids that got the stale ass candy are going to come knock bang bang on Whitfield's door? No, you know what he, 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 you know, he he was like, they won't know. (laughs) Of course they gonna know, man. I was like, they gonna know you gave them the old, they gonna know you gave them the old ass crusty candy. They gonna come bang bang on your door. Yeah, they might. Yeah, when you come home to shit stained windows, you'll know they found it. Eggs. There you go. Anyway. All right. Let's get out of here. We ran way longer than I intended. So thanks a lot, Drunk McGuffin. <laughs> Should have known better. Only bang bang, dude. Come on. Whoa. Talk to Todd about that, homie. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be happy to give you a custom screech around. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he would. What can I say except you're welcome? Just give me a better beer than this chocolate peanut sky. butter cup. Don't, don't worry, he's got a stout. Time. He's got a stout for you. Rest assured. Oh, I'm sure he's got a stout for me. Probably <laughs> a flat stout. Oh. Uh. What was it we had the other year where all the beers were, were not all, but uh, a, it a was partial like the chunk 2018 of 2018 the... uh, gingerbread styles. Yeah, good. not good. Yeah, they were all flat. They were not good. And nasty. Yeah, no bueno. No bueno. Anyway, all right, gentlemen, let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, as always, it's been it's been a pleasure. It's been fun. I appreciate that. Three beers in, one mixed drink. I got to run. I got to be up in three, three and a half hours. So I got to go. So as always, uh, Thanks for putting up with our crap. Keywords are sports and brew. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, just look up sports and brew. You will somehow track us down. Although there are a couple of random, like almost like name thieve imitations out there. Uh, F them, F them picks, F those guys. Uh, but you can track us down on Facebook, Twitter, or X and some other things. So, as always, thanks for putting up with us, and enjoy the weekend, enjoy the games, enjoy the football, enjoy the basketball. It's, I don't know, man, it's still crazy to me that as long as the damn baseball season ended, it feels like the playoffs ended really quickly, but congrats to the Texas Rangers. All you Rangers fans out there, enjoy that dub. I know that's huge for y'all. Also, that's what she said. (laughs) That was for you, McGuffin. But anyway, from all of us, all of you, enjoy the weekend. We'll catch you on the flip side, hopefully next week. Because now that we're post-Halloween, things should calm down a little bit until we get to Thanksgiving, and then it'll all go crazy again. So, anyway. All right. (laughs) All right, y'all. All All right, man. We'll see you. Get some rest. Good night. Good night night now. All right, MacGuffin. Stay strong. Yes, sir. All right, Randy. Good night. Enjoy the bye week. You can't lose to that. Can't lose to the bye. That's correct. Nope. Not unless you're unless, the Giants. Unless you're the Cowboys. Unless you're the Giants in November. Then you can find a way. But outside of that, you'd be all right. Yeah. Shit, it is November. It is. We we'll didn't do- break out November late. We will next oh, week wait, or the week after. Yet. I don't know. Doesn't don't worry. Record. It's coming. It's coming. That's what mm-hmm. she said. Hashtag facts. All right, friends. <laughs> Good night now. Late. <laughs> Peace. Peace.
going at. Oh, if you got a letter of intent. Well, no, you're just letting the colleges know you're interested, and you have to pay to let them to know. It's a lot of money. I think it's a racket. Oh, it's bullshit, dude. It's such. Why do you have to pay to apply? Like just. Because like, they're cunts. What is that? I mean, look if, yeah, you know, it's fine if it's like ten bucks, right? Ten dollars. <laughs> All right. I wish it was ten bucks. Ten dollars, man. Like ten bucks. Here's some. Here's a processing fee. Like, why should you? I mean, like, what does it cost? A couple hundred dollars for some of these places? Uh, seventy, seventy-five, depending man, on the that's, spot. That's too much, man. But that's too Mary, much. like, Mary Washington told her she didn't have to pay. Mm. Uh, the college in New Jersey told her she didn't have to pay, but not yet. <laughs> true story. <laughs> um, very, very true story, yeah. sir. Yeah. Very yeah. true yeah. story. Better start saving some money, pops. Yeah. Is Randy joining us? I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that there's no Mark, no Matt. Ah, uh, yeah. I uh, so. Randy will join us here in a minute. Okay. Uh, he just. Um, sent a message, but um, yeah, yeah, here? it's it's yeah. I'm not looking forward to next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Lily's got a a boy that's interested in her, and they're going on a date on Saturday. But he's being like stage five clinger, and they haven't even gone out yet. No, so man. I had to have a discussion with her last night. I'm like, you need to let this kid know that, like, you, you, you got a lot of shit going on, and he needs to slow his roll. Too clingy. So, oh, dude, clingers. So she she that... came home and she said, "I set him straight. He's backing off." So, she's okay because it, because like this kid was like, "Oh, trying to call her a pet name already," and she's like, "You can just shut the fuck up with that shit," and that's like. Nah. <laughs> nah, dog. She's like, you nah, do dog. not call me a pet name. Nah, My dog. name is Lillian. Oh, she went full. Oh, yeah. That's what she actually prefers is Lillian. Oh. Okay. We, we've called her Lily for 16, 17 years. She goes, nope, call me Lillian. I mm. said, okay. Mm. So we burying a body somewhere? Uh, potentially, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just send me a text, you know, and I'll be like, all right, let's do it. Well, I got a guy in the neighborhood that rides a motorcycle. I may hire him to come over and uh, vroom, vroom. be like a, a prison workout buddy. Or oh, like yeah, Will go. Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence at Bad Boys. Bro, just do shotgun curls. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. Sawed off shotgun curls, man. I'll get the message across. <laughs> and or then, like, you ain't. Huh? Have you and Randy come over? I don't know, man. And then, and then somebody has to smash a beer can into their head. You know, <laughs> if anybody anybody has a uh, Macho Man Ready Savage hat, we're set. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure we can acquire one somewhere. Yeah, uh, I'm, eBay's got something for that. Yeah, they might. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, uh, real quick sound check. Uh, both of y'all sound fine. I'm just looking at the waveform, but both of you sound fine. Um, y'all can hear music. Yes. 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 All right. Good. And y'all can hear uh, the sound of Whitfield. Yep. Perfect. Who, who can miss that? Nobody. <laughs> okay. Good enough. All right. So, um, 
I mean, I would, uh, there's really there's nothing to really deep dive in with a whole bunch of stuff, but I I just figured you know we didn't record last week. I just wanted to at least catch up and you know um, real quick World Series kind of chit chat and some just general around the NFL stuff. I mean, I have notes for a lot of games, but I, I just think realistic we're not going to get the most of that shit, uh, which is fine. But I, I did want to at least catch up and obviously your the challenges in San Fran, uh, some of the trade. Uh, moves, uh, Kirk Cousins injury, um, Jordan Love sucks bags, um, you know, so we have a, a couple of, <laughs> a couple of like topical jumps and, you know, I mean, we're certainly at a point where we can, you know, you, you think about contenders and then some shoulda, coulda, woulda teams and then the pretenders and just your suck buckets. Um, and I had a term that I had ready in my head the other week and now I've fucking forgotten it. Um, and it's a shame because I liked it, but uh, it, whatever. Um, maybe it'll pop back into my head when I uh, go burn a heater and uh, refresh my beverage or something. Maybe. Oh, I did. I just remembered it. I'm going to write a note. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. I, just, I just had to uh, think about um, how shitty Jordan Love was. And it, and, it came, approved. and it came right back. <laughs> Contenders. Pretenders. And I'll fill you in on this term later. <laughs> taint tenders. Okay, taint tenders. That sounds awful. Uh, Whitfield loves those, though. He likes to eat those. Taint tenders. That's disgusting. Oh Jesus! All right. Um, yeah, I should save this warm up and just tack it in as a bonus segment on the back end of the podcast. <laughs> taint tenders. <laughs> The San Francisco treat. Um, oh, Lord. Ooh. Anyway, okay. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. All right, everybody sounds fine. So uh, go pee, grab a beer or whatever, um, and we'll go, I don't know, we'll rally up and have some fun for an hour or two, and then peace out. Hoorah. Sounds good, bro. All right. Sounds Let's good. do it. Bye. Yeah.